man, I really am super excited about the next revolting development when we finally cover Michael. I love that movie. I still don't know why. I just love that movie. Oh, Justin, what up, man? Oh, shit. That's what you get for making me watch The Fanatic, you son of a bitch. Oh, man. Goodness. Well, I guess I had that one coming. Frank? Why are you here? And why the fuck do you have a ukulele? You can do an impression of the floor now, fucker. Nighty-night, asshole. Now hit the music. It's time for a crossover. We know why we're here. Quicker than I thought we would be. Wish I had some Pepsi Blue right now. But I just said word. doesn't just break the fourth wall, he fucking nukes it. <laughs> he went deep for that bit. Irresponsibly high. Coming in with the hot takes. Fuck, I'm literally searching it, that's crazy. All I had to do was say it, now I got two of them in my face. This is the most 90s movie ever to 90s. Check it out! Buy something cool! Where he says the girls are nice and they have big titties. Impression that Canon does turns out to be Canadian in the end. We're going right for it, aren't we? Yes, yes. right. For- <laughs> well, he did just hit you with a guitar. Yeah, yeah. No, a, um, a ukulele. Oh, that's right. It was a you. Yeah. I mean, it, well, it, you broke the guitar. You left me only the. I'm, I mean, it makes sense with the Hawaiian shirt, I guess. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Just swinging with the with the ukes. Ow! It's I'm still kind of tindy after that one. Well, now you know how you did have it coming. Uh, yeah, I mean, I did have it coming I mean, and it twice. So because, uh, you because, know what? Not even mad about it anymore. Because no. Cannon said, "Don't put your dukes up. Put your ukes up. Put your ukes <laughs> fucking shirt." Oh I my put god! That on the list. I swear, Pat's been fucking <laughs> rapid fire with these bits. Uh, is that gonna is that gonna be image of me in my Hawaiian shirt swinging a uke? I mean, that's not a bad. Like, like idea. you're gonna have an exploding sailboat, and then like oh, oh. all like musty with blood. I, I want some explosions after the movie we just watched. Something oh, sure. got to explode on the shirt. Everything has to explode. Well, you guys did see the new shirt that I put up. I did. We yes. actually sold one already. Really? Wow. Yeah. The right to bear arms. The right to bear arms. Uh oh. Yep. 
which is uh, is merch design that you can find on tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. We want to welcome everybody to this special episode of Travolting Cage Develop Greatness Mint. Yes. <laughs> this is the, this is a crossover is, no one has been waiting for. Well, I mean, to be fair, we've been waiting for We it. have. I have. I'm and, excited for this. And because he was kind of grumpy about it, we have a special guest. But yes. let's get the regular introductions first, because the four of us are far more important than any guests that show up. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we're here every week, not like this. So, that's right. We put the time in. Like it. What? We are more important than any guest that shows up. I'm kidding. I'm going to put that out there right now. <laughs> Especially if I'm talking to the mic. I was made to think that it was a special invitation for me to show up today. Well, you did say. Are you recording tonight? I'm going to come kick Cannon's ass. I did say yeah, that. I, yeah, yeah uh, that I message did, did, did get relayed to me. I Apparently, my that. ass is getting uh, kicked. But you invited me afterwards. Was, I mean, you sort of invited yourself. I was worried if we didn't put you on the show, you might show up and hit Cannon. You did that anyway. But how many people... How many people's asses at home are going to get kicked when they play Which One's Frank game? The podcast edition. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. Was that Frank? Was that me? No one knows. <laughs> because, because today we're not talking about face off. We're talking about sound off. We're talking about yeah. Frank off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he's going to do a cannon impression. <laughs> I'll allow it. I'm, I, I, I don't do impressions. No. Anyway. No. Here we are. Special yes. episode. Uh, and as always, my wonderful co-hosts, who just came back from a please insert something funny here. I didn't come up with anything, so just well, everybody well, at home pretend that I made a really funny punny joke about something pop culturey. Well, Jim, you can always just leave the space blank and then edit in you saying a joke when you think of one. I could, but I'm really lazy, and this is easier. I mean, we did just come back from somewhere. I mean, yeah, literally, we, we've been gone all weekend. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you, you guys just were, back from Hoover, Alabama. Who? What a for drive our, for our first post-vaccination convention. Woo, That's woo. right. Woo. But yes, this is Travolting Cage Greatness Developmentness Caging Travolt. I'm ready for that shirt. Yeah, no, it, I actually have a couple ideas for it. <laughs> and today, uh, clearly, since it is a mixture of the two, we are talking about. And also because we said it last week, we're talking about face off. Yes, Ooh, that's right. It's time. It's finally arrived. I, I could eat it's a grilled grip peach for hours. God, oh God. <laughs> yes, high five me. Yes, high five the shit I've out of me. I've been sitting on that bit for five fucking minutes. That, that son was of a gold. Bitch. I don't care what anybody thinks. See, I, I don't say it. I didn't oh, say the word. We're, we're working around the censors today. Oh, oh man. man, beautiful. Fuck you, FCC. You can't stop me. Fucking beautiful. <laughs> Well, my co-host as always, we have <laughs> Jonathan, who makes my blood pressure shoot up. <laughs> Cannon. <laughs> yeah. uh, Pat. Oh, it's me, all right. And our special guest, a friend of the show who isn't friend of the show, Joe. Yeah. But our special guest, Postman Frank. Hello, Frank. Hello. It's good to have you on the show. It's good to be on. Yeah. Uh, you're you're going to want to talk I, with I your mic a little bit better. maybe with me on, I wouldn't get... Become a bit like I have been for my last couple of episodes, but Ott's already gone. Yeah, no, you're actually you're more of a bit now. I'm just, I'm just here to cement my bitness in this. 
Welcome to the bit. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's how it goes. I uh, did make a snarky uh, comment on his Facebook post. Yeah, a I mean, weeks ago. So I kind of asked for it. So yeah. I can't really fault him for making me a bit. Wait, what was the post again? Uh, when you you posted uh, the link to the episode about Raising Arizona, yes. where you guys refused to talk about Raising oh, Arizona. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I made this post. I made the comment. I loved your episode. <laughs> when are you going to do an episode on Raising Arizona? I mean, to to be fair, you're not wrong. We talked about that movie for like maybe 15 <laughs> minutes. I, 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 I'm was, not going to argue that at all. Yes, it was totally me being a smartass, and uh, <laughs> I totally deserve being, yeah, having it come back around and bite me in the ass like this. <laughs> yeah. Justin, I mean, you're not Justin. Wrong. Which one is talking? Is it Cannon or Frank? Uh, I'm I'm going to punch <laughs> you. <in the> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. I will I will not do the bit. How about that? I mean, no, that's fine. Do the bit. I don't care. It, it probably would be better when I'm not. I generally thought it was funny, but if it's hurting people's feelings, I won't do the bit. Is what I'm saying. That's what I'm. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, it's giving me fuel to uh, text uh, Justin during the day as I'm listening to the episode <laughs> at work. Yeah. Well, I oh mean, it's so good. To be fair, so our friend Emilio, who does not listen to the show, yes, I did let him hear your Frank impression, <laughs> and he fucking loved it. He thought it was great. <laughs> He thought it was fantastic. He laughed for like a solid five minutes. Well, the thing is, it's really good in short bursts. Yeah. But if you do it for a longer period of time, for some reason, I become it, yeah. Chris Farley. It morphs into something yeah. else if I stay on. I, I become Chris yeah. Farley as a Canadian for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. I can hear that, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel you. Ja feels. <laughs> ja rule. But what does Ja think? Murder. Firefest went off without a hitch. Did not sign on for Too Fast, Too Furious. I'm looking at him now. Mm -hmm. 50 Cent buying like 50 rows of his like concert tickets. <laughs> Just to be like, nobody's coming. And now Ludacris is the uh, rising ex extremely fast in the action hero game. Oh, yeah. I mean, he's no LL Cool J, but who could be? Yeah, it's a tall order. Yeah. yeah. He's a very tall man. He is. Is he tall? I mean, he, he's a very big man. He's you know, he's wide. He's no, wide as man. shit. He's, he's like, Jesus, buff, right? He's, he's bigger than the guy who played Robin on the David co-stars with him, CSI. Yeah, oh, like, like, so Donald. Like when, it, when his mama said, knock him out, he did not take that shit lightly. He was like, all right, I'm going to knock everybody out. Just bleh. So face off. <laughs> yeah, face off. Hello, <laughs> not in that movie. That no, he's sweet. A, that would have been pretty sweet. Okay, so. Would it be too sweet? There were a couple of surprises yeah. in that movie. I didn't know. Yeah, like I did not know Thomas Jane was in that. Yeah, no, that was that was just quick. Uh, so let's do like we always do. Air too sweet. There you go, Ken. Uh, we'll go around the table, and we'll we'll give our quick thoughts and rating because you know we want people to get to the good stuff. We want to know. We want them to know what we think yes. before we start talking about the movie. Yes, because everybody else. Shut up, Frank. Everybody else. Frank, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you sound. Like I I'm talking about. <laughs> we want to put the good stuff up front because we still get the view number for like the first 20 minutes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So, Jonathan, my friend, what did you think of Nicolas Cage and John Travolta in Face Off? And what was your rating in star form? Uh, I fucking love this movie. Uh, mm -hmm. It's dumb as shit. Like Con Air, 
like most of all the movies we talked about, except maybe like War, War, Lord of War, that one, and Raising Arizona, and Raising Arizona. I don't know that one. That, 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 did that did one. you guys watch Raising Arizona? Yes, it was fantastic. Hey, you know what? Fuck you, Frank. It's not <laughs> your you turn had, right now. Hey, Frank, if you had Letterboxd, you would know how it felt. How about that? Yeah, yeah. Get with the times, man. Hashtag get Frank a letter. Well, I mean, to a, be fair, he hashtag, he listens a thing on your smartphone. Well, the bad thing is he listened to the show on that episode. He still didn't know what we thought about it. That's, that's probably that's probably that's, some, that's that's right. some sort of a condemnation of us. I mean, we at least told the world our star rating on Raising Arizona. Yeah, we did, we did talk about it a bit. We did talk about I it. Think, I think you talked much about Raising Arizona your last episode as you did the Raising Arizona. <laughs> well, the problem episode. is, and this is something I've noticed, then we'll get to the star ratings real quick, but something I've noticed is that for movies like <clears throat> Raising Arizona that are very, very good mm-hmm. with a lot of good parts, but it just doesn't invite a lot of deep discussion. Yeah, it's kind of hard, hard to talk about when it's like, oh yeah, this movie's pretty good. Yeah, and, and I mean that's basically all, all you have. Because with Lord of War, you know, there was a lot to talk about with you know socioeconomic issues, the, Geo- the acting, geopolitics. Stuff. Yeah, there's so much stuff. And with like the shitty movies, we'll talk about those all goddamn day. Jujitsu, we talked about that movie most of that episode because oh, yeah. it was dog shit. It's the most God on brand we've been for a show. <laughs> I mean that that is a good point. The more ridiculous garbage parts in the movie, the more stuff you have to mm-hmm. talk about it. Like, why the fuck does this exist? Yeah, I'm yeah. starting a As petition a- for all of Hollywood, just all of Hollywood, to get Tony Jaw better roles. Yeah, that'd be nice. To be fair, he's the one who disappeared for like th- five years after Ong Bak 2 and then just didn't show up. So <coughs> he's probably been yeah. having his own adventures. There's a sequel yeah. to Ong Bak. Ong Bak. I know you're talking yeah, about yeah. um, But yeah. Um, like some of these movies is hard to talk about. Yeah. And Con Air, once we got to it, we talked about it for like the full fucking hour. Yeah. So it was just crazy. We just got sidetracked in the beginning. Because, uh, you know, the Con Air episode is the best of both worlds. If you like the freeform banter, that's the first hour. If you right. like on the ball a movie sort of analysis, that's the second hour. Right. I think, I think we'll be in a good spot when we take that formula. And just flip it, flip it around. Yeah, <laughs> just just do a little flippy food. Yeah, see the banter flippity is the yes, the postscript. Right, just yeah. a little flippity doodah. It's like we're still new, we're still ironing out the kinks. Yeah, we've house, only so. been here, we've only been here for like four months doing this, E Bob, you ass. So <coughs> into the reviews, <coughs> Jonathan, what did you th- like? You you loved it. What did you rate it? What was your like your one sentence takeaway? Um. Quotable as all fuck. I mean, there's so many quotes in this movie, but my star rating, four out of five. Nice. Solid eight out of ten. All right. Cannon, how about you? Um, also, another film that I have uh, grown up with and have watched many, many times. This has been the first time in a long time that I'd seen it. And if I do remember correctly now, this will be the first time I have actually seen it in... Um, the widescreen format mm-hmm. because I remember in my brain there were just certain cuts where like the camera would just shift as opposed to just having a wide shot there mm-hmm. and um, I must say this still doesn't disappoint I'm hearing myself again I hate it I'm sorry but um, you remember uh, on the Con Air episode when I said we we might have a problem yeah. If I gave a certain movie a certain star rating. I do recall that, yes. Yes. Well, this movie 
is bananas and all the fun anyone could ask for in an action movie. It's just 90s fucking bliss all wrapped in a tight little package. It's getting a fucking five. Oh, wow. I love this movie. <laughs> okay. Everything explodes. Okay. Literally everything explodes. Yeah, and we're going to get into that because there's a lot of shit, and I made notes. There's a lot I, of I shit. No- <laughs> there's no reason it should have fucking exploded, but it did. Like all those boats. The boats, I at least understand. There's gas and shit, but like no, the medical guys, cabinets full of metal are, instruments. You guys are very young. You don't realize how flammable everything was in the 90s. Everything was made of asbestos. I lived in the <laughs> 90s. I don't remember going boom. <laughs> Patrick. Oh, yes, that's me. So right now, we're sitting at a four and a five. Yep. Is that right, John? You said four? Four. What did you give it, Pat? Well, What did you think of Face Off? I did want to say I was definitely probably a unique experience. This was my very first time seeing it. Really? Really? It was uh, his first time. Uh, my little um, cherry eyes were seeing this for my first experience. And it was a hoot and a holler because, good gracious, with it, just explosions and madcap 90 bullshit. And I love how everyone gave it their damnedest and they didn't <laughs> give one single solitary fuck. I give it mm. 4.5. Really? Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's going to make this real interesting. <laughs> because for, and Frank, just to let you know, for, for Cajun Greatness, we only count our reviews for the actual averages. Because if we put yours in there, that'll throw off the numbers. Sure. But sure. Before no, but we have put his in there before, though. Did we? Did I, we count I Frank's? Mean, did. did. I did put well, it on Broken Arrow. Yeah, but but this is all like for Cage movies. We're going by what's the highest rated Cage movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, still, Frank, we want to know what you thought. Yes. So what did you think? Well, this is... It's been probably 15 years since I saw this movie. Yeah. And uh, pretty much everything I remember except more ridiculous. Because I'm actually paying attention as a actual adult <laughs> to the movie <laughs> instead of just going to the movie theater to watch some stuff explode. Right. Uh, the cheese level, fantastic. 10 out of mm-hmm. 10. Mm-hmm. The everything that gets touched explodes, 10 out of 10. Nice. The absolute peak 90s John Woo movie. Uh, I'm going to give it uh, four and a half because... Ooh. Nice. I, I love this movie. Yes. The ridiculousness <laughs> of this movie. The overacting of both Cage and Travolta. Swapping them back and forth. Travolta being Cage. Cage being Travolta. How can you not love that? Cage being Travolta pretending to be Cage. Yes. It's multi-layered. It's good and stuff. And the face-off on so many levels. Right? It's like an ogre. Took, it has layers. Took the face-off. Oh, because mm-hmm. I like onions. They're onions facing like face each off. other. They faced each other against mirrors facing each other themselves, (laughs) shooting the other one because they're wearing each other's faces. Oh, my God. Face so much better. (laughs) Like, there's so much to think about. It's a stupid action movie. But if you go back and ponder on it, there's just like little layers of storytelling that make sense. It's deep. <laughs> it's deep, Pat. Don't you giggle at me. No, it, 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 it's, for a second there, it sounded like when you, when you sit and pogger on it. And that's what made me God laugh. damn fucking... Can <laughs> <laughs> I get a poggers in chat for face-off? What is it with the P-words and you know, people? I said it. I don't even know what it is. 
So, in chat if you like face off. There's no <laughs> chat. We don't have a chat. We have a chat that no one See, else has access to. Well, you don't have a imagination because it's right there. Right, you pointed to the wall. It's an empty no, it's wall. Right there, I see chat. That's water that's leaking chat. into your I, basement. I see yes. chat. Okay, We're recording live from the soggiest basement in the world. It is pretty yeah. drippy and not in a good uh, modern way. No, so <clears throat> it's like, oh, he understands drip, but he doesn't understand poggers. <laughs> I, 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 hypocrite now on. No. <laughs> so we got a four with Jonathan. We got a five with Cannon. Cheers. We got a four and a half with Pat. So that means. If I rate this a five, it's the highest rated cage movie. Well, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I didn't. <gasps> I didn't. I, I adore this movie. This was fantastic. It really was. It was, it was just completely ridiculous. But it, it, when comparing it to Con Air, <clears throat> to me, it's just, it's not, it's not as good. As for like a big brainless action, because I know they weren't going for that, but but I just Con Air is more fun to me. But this is where it gets sticky because I did give it a four and a half, which according to my quick maths means it's a fucking tie, like an actual tie between that and, and Con Air. Because Pat gave Con Air a four, I gave it a five, but now he and I both gave this one four point five. So not only is it going to be for my sake, it's going to be for the podcast sake. We're gonna have to have an episode where we face off. We have to have we I'll have to have a winner. Only there can be only one. <laughs> we, we have to have a debate. We have to have a neutral judge. I volunteer Frank let to us, be the judge. Let's the make argument. it this episode. Then we can talk about face off, and at the end of our arguments, Frank can decide. Okay, I'm team face off. Or we can just find out what he gives Con Air, and then factor that into the the rankings too. But that's 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 the easy way. That's not the fun way. Have you seen Con Air recently? Uh, not recently, but uh, probably within the last five years I've seen it. I okay, still well, feel like that needs to be its own episode. I mean, we could make it its own episode. We can definitely talk about it. I mean, it's it, an evolving idea. <laughs> Considering how we just throw shit against the wall, regardless of where it sticks or not, yeah. why not? Yeah, sure. Fuck it. <clears throat> but we, 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 I mean, I can actually, I, I can definitely tell you where it ranks on my Nicolas Cage. Like, well, just uh, just just movies. for a quick idea, what would you give Con Air out of five? I absolutely love Con Air. Uh huh. As you said, it's like the perfect '90s action movie. Mm-hmm. There are one-liners. There's that Alabama accent. There's ridiculous fights. The Alabama accent. <coughs> the the fucking guy out of the plane crashing into the car. Mm-hmm. The car going through the freaking building being pulled by the... Oh, it's just awesome. It's a five to me. Well, see, I, <laughs> by the Frank rating system, Con Air wins. Plus, look at who's in but Con Air. How, but, like, you say Con Air has one-liners, which it does. Yeah. It does not have face-off one-liners. I mean, you can't beat... Better pull the trigger, because I don't give a fuck. Oh, I love that line. I'm ready. ready for the I'm just saying, I'm, I'm going to eat. I can eat a peach for hours. I still don't know what the fuck that means. Does that mean cunnilingus? Who knows? Which is something. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what it means. Yeah. Hey, now, heroes don't do that, according oh to DC God. Comics. Yeah, okay. Bat, I, I'm calling it now headcanon. Fucking Batman is not DJ Khaled. <laughs> yes. 
So and he eats Catwoman <laughs> like he's starving. <laughs> yeah, Batman doesn't eat pussy; he eats ass. And here we go. All right, <laughs> so he eat that right. booty like groceries. <laughs> Let's start. All right. oh, I know what's right. getting edited out of this episode. I know, I know. We're going to keep it in. <laughs> because we're, we're in and out. Right. Wait, so. I, I thought he was in jail. Yeah, oh, he, hey. he escaped just like Nicolas Cage oh. in Face Off. <laughs> you can't keep it. Oh, <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of that, I just want to point out, he's an FBI agent escaping from prison, response for multiple deaths of federal employees. Hey, now, he escaped. He didn't technically. He didn't kill any of those guys. in the face, but he's responsible for a lot of them getting shot in the face. Just because the other guy he escaped with had a gun and shot many <laughs> of them, and then others got beaten to death by other prisoners. The idea is those guards were shitheads, and they had it coming. Well, I mean, they didn't, but that's the that, idea they're that, going I, for. Yeah, I totally got that. Like, you got there was a, one. There was one that count, was kind of a douche. Oh, there were a couple. I did. Yeah, I, did I did like his line early in that. The, the prison scene where he says, when I get out of here, I'm going to get you fired. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was funny as fuck. I that mean, I would assume that a prison where, where quote unquote, the Geneva Convention doesn't exist. There'd be a lot of shitheads working there, probably. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. Probably, <laughs> probably so. <laughs> Which is a dubious but, line. You know, uh, let's talk about a little bit of the beginning. You mean Cage's porn stash and then he shoots a fucking kid in the first 45 <laughs> seconds? Yes. yes. Yeah. I forget, like, how and much of this movie I remember from like the first fifteen minutes? Like, if you thought shit hit the fan in uh, Con Air, uh, real quick, like, no, 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 it hit even faster. It hit so fast that it jumped six years into the fucking future. Yeah, I mean, there's a kid death before anybody says a word in this movie. Yep, that is very true. And, and whoever the fucking composer was for this movie, he they just told him any scene you're in. Go to 11. I'm going to put the fucking um, music in this movie up with the Tarzan soundtrack. The Phil Collins like the one? Disney yes. Tarzan soundtrack? I mean, yeah. honestly. Come on. I this film's it. fucking score went super goddamn hard. The music was fire as shit in this fucking movie. Uh, I loved it. Uh, I can't be alone here. I'm um, with you. Eh. Not uh, okay, so it was it was composed. I mean, no John Williams. But. It was composed by John Powell, who is also responsible for Ants, the Woody Allen uh, ripoff of A Bug's Life, The Road to El Dorado. Now El Dorado, that sounds like slaps. Chicken Run. <laughs> I forgot that movie existed. This is an interesting collection until like a month ago. Robots. They're, they're making a sequel to Robots. Chicken Run. Yeah, they're ro- making that- a sequel to Chicken Run. Robin Williams, the animated oh, yeah, robots. Yeah, it. he did the robots. Two Ice Age, two and three. The Happy Feet films. He just does DreamWorks movies. Uh, the first two Kung Fu Pandas. Yeah, Dream. Uh, the whole How to Train Your Dragon trilogy. Those are good movies. And Dr. Seuss is the Lorax. Not a good movie. So, so Ferdinand. His, so he's, he's so still working is what we're here. So, yeah. his, so his uh, body of work is animated features and then face off. I have also, <laughs> I have also left out uh, a couple of pretty crazy ones, I- including, and this is, this is really going to appeal to you, Jonathan, being a youngster for the memes. All right, let's hear it. Uh, he, well, first he scored the Bourne series. Okay. And the first Shrek. Uh, 
Hell yeah. Talk about layers. Guys, this guy, talk about range. Mm-hmm. And by range, mostly animated movies. Yes. I mean, all those movies <laughs> probably did pretty solid bank, so he's not Gr- Granted, there are parts of the soundtrack that reminded me of The Lion King. Well, he was nominated for an Oscar for the How to Train Your Dragon ones for oh, soundtrack. That's that. probably pretty good. Probably some of the, the best DreamWorks pictures. Point being, the music was great. Yeah, music's Fuck fantastic. <laughs> so, kid dies immediately. immediately. Nicholas Cage as the bad bad Nicholas Cage, heel Cage, uh, Caster, Caster Troy. Uh, the, the, the fucking names in these movies. Actually, that, that's a good point. I want to bring up the names because Gaston there's Caster Troy, Caster and Pollux. It's Gemini. Yes, yeah, the, 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 uh, yeah. the twin brothers. Yeah, I thought that was pretty fun. It's I almost as good that. as John Milton and Drive Anger. I'm still fucked up over that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I turned to Justin like halfway through that movie. I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> yep. and, and he they're, looked me dead in my soul and just said yes. I, I they sure are. More <laughs> over the top goof ass movies need to have their characters named out of classic literature. <laughs> Okay, I'm going to make a, a <laughs> shrimping story, and uh, it's going to be Moby Dick. But it's going to be a giant shrimp. It's going to be a giant crawdad that's going after <laughs> Do you know how to- Yo, this crawdad gone took out my brother named Jim Bob. So it's starring Forrest Gump. Yeah. But you know, I had an uncle who worked on a shrimp boat. Really? He got really tired all the time because you know it's hard work on a boat. And he would come, mm-hmm. he would come in visit when I was visiting my grandparents. He'd walk in, he'd just look at me sometimes. He go, Justin, there we go. Shrimping ain't easy. Well, good night, everybody. <laughs> yeah, I made all that Boo shit up. I like that joke. <laughs> Fuck you. Boo, you <laughs> Fuck you. That was Your funny. Your jokes are bad. I knew it was very bad. Anyway, Sean Archer's child is dead, and then we yes. zoom six years later. Where Archer has been just on the case, you can tell by the stubble on his face that he's been hard at work for six solid years. And the fact and he keeps screaming yeah, at everybody. Yeah, he's yeah. a shithead to work yeah. for. Yeah, he's like pretty, I was pretty pretty big stick in the mud. I was waiting up his ass. That's yeah. the mud. It's not really mud. <laughs> I was waiting on one of those other guys to be like, "Look, we get it. Your kid died. Fuck you. Stop talking to us like that." But they What'd didn't. You <laughs> You're fired. But I'm dead. How are you still talking? Shit. You're fired. Beep, beep. Oh fuck. <laughs> but how about that plane scene that plane scene like like i said uh conair you know it takes a minute i feel like that we are like on the at the airport plane going down the runway before uh nick cage even like murders that dude accidentally in uh conair like, well, that shit, shit is popping off fast and fucking hard, right? I, I mean, the the uh, credits aren't even over. Fucking Nick Cage just starts clapping, doing the death windmill with his <laughs> no hair. Yeah. And then, like, sexually harasses a choir person. Like, I did think it was like, a child. That was a child. That, yeah, was, like, that was a fucking yeah, kid. That, and then he made the most ridiculous face. Like, like, <laughs> like, like he just instantly. That, that very <laughs> that very famous main face. So yeah. many memes have spawned from this fucking movie. Mm-hmm. That, that's so what I'm saying. I was just sort of like Conair doesn't have that ability. What the hell are you saying? Uh, There's like four Conair meme just meme gifs of the, the hair and the wink. How dare you? Also, you notice in that scene when Caster Troy 
this is going to get really confusing, especially when the faces get swapped. <laughs> well, no, we'll just we'll just keep using the proper names because right, it's so still Caster Troy. But, but, when, yeah. when Nick Cage gets out of his car in like super slow motion, mm-hmm. I found it also really funny that all of his uh, his brother and his uh, henchmen they were all moving in real time, but the whole fucking <laughs> shot Nick Cage is in slow mo. It's like he is the he's a sleaze ball, but look at this cool motherfucker with mm-hmm. his gold dual pistols with the flyest fucking suit I've ever seen. That's what the that kids call drip. Yeah. Like, oh my God. Flap it in the wind and shit. <laughs> like, Caster Troy invented drip. Y'all kids don't know shit about shit. Pull up your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I think and that <laughs> is when Cannon turned into a boomer. <laughs> I, I think Cannon and Frank actually did swap. <laughs> oh. So they get in a plane yep. and they're trying to leave, but they can't leave because the FBI knows where they, the FBI knows where they are. And so John Travolta is playing chicken in a jet. Or, in somebody a, undercover, right on the plane, who gets shot and then thrown into a brutal death scene underneath the wheels of the plane. I can eat an entire peach for hours. Yeah. Yeah. Nicholas Cage is being sleazy. Yes. You're terrible. In the movie. Lady, for the first time I ever in, in the history of my, my knowledge watching film that I've heard somebody say, hey, you know, if I let you suck my tongue, would you be grateful? Just sleazy. Yeah. He is just greasy in this movie. Yeah, I don't, and, and, and I don't the, like that And then phrase. the woman just immediately goes for it. And I'm like. Has to stay in cover. Yeah. And I was, at first I was like, Jesus, lady. That was real quick. And then it was like. Oh, she's an undercover cop. That makes sense. Also, I'm sorry. Then she's an under the wheels cop. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna say, I love this uh, movie. Uh, I love this. Movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still gonna be that nitpicky asshole. There's yeah, of no course. Fucking way that John Travolta saw his a fucking uh, cop buddy. Yeah, just no way. Yeah, because not a cause, chance. Because when when you when the car is coming to the plane in that scene, you can't even see it. No, because the, the angle's all wrong. You're on the ground in the car, and there's no way he's gonna. Oh, oh no! I can see half a mile away into a tiny ass window. He's got a gun to our agent. Oh no! No, that shit doesn't happen. And then when when the heel heel cage shoots the pilot. And drives the plane into the hangar. Why does it explode? <laughs> like, why are there fireworks? What does it look like John Malkovich falling through power lines? Like, I don't get why there's sparks I mean, and, everywhere. And, and not just like fireworks, but apparently they had just like giant industrial barrels of white paint that just exploding <laughs> with sparks and fire. She's just every, Everything in that hangar obviously was flammable and wrapped in aluminum foil because everything was shiny and everything exploded like, anytime they shot their weapons. Also, I just got one name for you. It's called John Woo. Like, just, <laughs> just get it into that makes that makes it make everything make sense. Just let it slip into your brain compartments. Everything explodes. Everything is dripping, sticky, wet with sparklers. Apparently. Everything sparks, everything explodes, there's debris, fire, brimstone, smoldering asses everywhere. It's true. I saw I spotted a smoldering ass. I'm sure mm-hmm. we'll get to it later. But before the pilot dies, I just had to mention before we continue, mm-hmm. uh, Heel Nick Cage, uh, Heel Caster Troy gave a fantastic line where he was telling the pilot to fly. And he says, fly, bitch! Mm-hmm. So I don't good. know why, I just love it. No, that delivery was good. That was in my notes, too. Yeah, He was so insistent that this plane take off, even though there's an actual helicopter pressing down on them yeah. above. It's like, we physically can't, you moron! It's like, you're not trying hard enough. Pow! Blows his brains yeah. out. I also wondered why, even when I was young, like, 
Like, why in a movie where, like, there's squibs galore, and I love a good old-fashioned squib. Oh, it's it, good, it, right? It's digital shit any day of the fucking week. But I'm just surprised we didn't get to see the uh, pilot headshot. Like, you know it happens. You yeah. hear it. It's like, a, uh, you see a slight death rattle, but you don't see the actual head explosion. Well, yeah, now, that, now that you mentioned that, the gore level was not super high. You saw really? shit exploding. You saw people bloody. You saw them launching themselves off the ground when they got shot oh, ridiculously. Like, but you didn't see, like, a head explode or, you know, the guy got shot in the neck and you didn't even know it because he had his hand on his neck. And, and it only started shooting blood when he turned to, when his wound is away from the camera. And what's weird is this was an R-rated movie. There's no real, like, if it was PG-13, I could see cutting a few uh, scenes like that. But, yeah, it was R. Hard R. But, uh, oh, <laughs> there was... It's had a few fucks, too. There was one point... And I just, I just want, I have to say, it's not part of the movie, but while we're watching it, one of the agents gets his ear shot off, and Pat said one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever heard. <laughs> Pat just, just completely nonplussed, goes, he got Van Gogh. And we all died laughing. I... <laughs> It, I was, uh, it's one of those things where I'm the only reason I'm not laughing is because I'm admiring the the craft of that bit. Anytime mm. someone loses an ear in a movie, I'm going to think of that. No, I rewatched the Tyson Holyfield not. fight Absolutely. from then. I'm going to think of that. <laughs> like that's, that's hilarious. <laughs> I was pretty proud of that one. <laughs> I, I do, something I just said off the cuff. <laughs> I, I do want to mention something about you guys talking about how shitty the, the uh, Castro Troy character was being. They had to make him the most horrible person on this planet right away because Travolta's character is such an asshole. He had to be the good guy. So they had to make the scale so big mm-hmm. that no matter how big an asshole Travolta's character was, Castor was still the worst one. Like the first thing we've seen Castor Troy do on screen is kill a kid. Yeah. It, it's yeah. really hard. Like I, I don't know if it's for everybody or if it's just a thing with me. Anytime I see Travolta in something... And this, this this isn't just like me saying he's a bad actor. He's he's a fine actor. It's hard for me to root for him, even if he's the good guy, because he just he has that vibe of being such a shit lord. Like there's there's nothing that I've seen him in that I'm like, yeah, that's the good guy. I'm on his well, side. Well, he carries this like level of smug that he just cannot get rid of, and it doesn't help that his face is really uncanny. I don't know what it is, but if I look at it straight on, I'm like, ugh. It's a weird face. I, I, he, he looks like a joker without face pain. It's called yeah. plastic surgery. <laughs> well, even at this point, that was, that was yeah. mostly his natural face. Yeah. yeah. He has but, definitely had a lot of work on since. Oh, yeah. Got yeah. But, like, I, the, I, the thing I remembered most vividly from watching this the first time, and I felt it again this time, because we're skipping ahead a bit, in the end, when the good guy, Archer, comes home and he's John Travolta again, I felt bad that it wasn't Nicolas Cage playing that. Because the whole time, Nicolas Cage is the good guy, and like he can actually play convincing good guy. I feel like this man is desperately trying to get back to his family. He did seem the good guy and more. Yeah. And Travolta, yeah. you're like, when he's the bad guy, you're like, yeah, no, this is a smarmy piece of shit that I can't wait to see die. <laughs> And I, I get that's why they did that, because most of the movie, that's what they want you to do. But it's just so jarring at the end when, oh, the good guy's coming home. It's John Travolta. Oh, my God. In the way that huh. he knew that it was the good guy, that creepy-ass hand-to-the-face thing. Yeah. Do it to his yeah. family. We, we oh, need to, my God. We need to talk about this, because oh. there's a thing that this whole family, 
for some reason does. And they take their hand and gently run their fingers across the length of somebody else's face. They, like, they go from forehead to chin. Yeah, and it's just, it's fucking weird. And I don't like it. It's like a fucking like AI or an alien trying to imitate human behavior. It's like, this is what humans do. Hello, human. It is good to see you. Let me touch your face. You see, and I was getting, I don't know when in school I remember this happening, but I do distinctly remember at some point this being a thing at my school, people going up to you and doing the John Travolta hand to the face thing, but just saying, wipey booty. It was stupid. People did that. I don't know why. I was like, why did you just put your hand in my face? We're about to go to the office because I'm going to hit you in yours. <laughs> I mean, we did make the joke that they were just, like, the reason why they're doing that is they're just wiping off whatever, like, grease or, like, Cheeto dust they had on their They've been picking their nose and just, like, go up to somebody today and do that to them, bud. That'll get like, you oh, shot. <laughs> my hand smells real weird, don't it? <laughs> well, you just, like, grab the mask and just, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so yeah, it's oh. it's weird and uh, uncomfortable every time. Yeah, I, I don't like it one bit. No, so it's because they, they could have given this guy any other tell. Be like, oh, this is the thing that he uniquely does. That you know, when when they're separated, his family would know that's him. Mm-hmm. But it's just the most alien. <laughs> and the thing <laughs> is, is I feel weird. like that was a John Travolta decision, and then with like probably like. John Woo thought this was maybe some cultural difference thing. John Woo not being a native, uh, yeah. a, a native to this country, going, "Oh, that, that's what the Americans do." Fucking weird white people. See, Jonathan, what you don't know is that's how Scientologists shake hands. <laughs> oh, they, no, they, no. they wipe their faces. Yeah, this oh. is what Scientologists <laughs> actually do. <laughs> uh, speaking of Scientologists, jump ahead a bit. Do we? Stop jumping ahead. Oh, no, we got to wait. Okay, we'll wait on that one. But there is there is an unfortunate scene. (laughs) Like it was bad at the time, but after some things had come to light, it's significantly more. It is. It has aged like milk. So uh, I like how the first 15 minutes of this movie feel like the end of a previous film. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like when you said that, that made so much sense. It doesn't feel like the opening act. It feels like you just you walked in on a double feature Previously, like an hour and a half late to the first fucking movie. As, it it works for it though. It really does. Yeah, like like I said, everything is. It seems like at times everything is happening all at once. But at the same token, it being what it is, pacing is definitely not an issue. No, no, no we, it's, it's constantly going. Yeah, we were we were an hour and a half, or like an hour fifteen into it. We're like, oh my god, it's we've already watched this much of the movie. Yeah, but after the first fifteen minutes, they find out that there's a bomb that's going to go off somewhere, and they've got to figure out why. And they find this out from a floppy disk that has like a full video presentation, which is bullshit. <laughs> the entire time, I used to work in IT, goddammit. and I'm like, he puts this floppy disk in, and it's a full on like. Fucking video presentation with a 3D model. Like, there's no fucking way that this well, floppy disk holds even a quarter of that shit. It's barely, you can barely <laughs> pull a JPEG. No, you pull that shit up, it's like MS DOS. But it's shit. an exposition <laughs> floppy disk. That's that's like that, that's like Blu-ray that, capacity. I, but, I love how like in the 90s, all writer how 
people perceived like computers and technology yeah, and shit. Yeah, that was great. It's fucking hilarious. I will, but but you have like, like where he's like, I'm gonna hack the web. You you, you 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 also have to realize that the floppy disk was in the style of Caster Troy with the uh, the chick with the. Uh, no, it was when he he defused a bomb when she took her shirt off. And yeah, her boots. yeah, and there was the, like the, the one before was just she just suggested that she was a stripper and she turned yeah. to a skull. Yeah, the, turned to a skull, the, yeah, like the bomb control panel shouldn't have been able to have any of that information on it. Yeah, like no. it's, uh, it's, and it had like a little flare when you pressed a button that turned into a little fire. Mm-hmm. But granted, like there's like. They have access to technology that makes me think this is like some near future sci-fi you, shit. You see, that's the thing. Like, I think I read originally this was supposed to be like this like futuristic dystopian type world. Mm-hmm. And like you see, and it's fucking kind of weird in this movie, you see technology that is happening now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like the whole face swapping thing. And, and like touchscreen. Yeah. I mean, even simple shit like the touchscreen. And, and they got little flame little residue flame in it. <laughs> and you know, this movie predicted 3D printing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 3D I mean, printed a fucking ear. It's not far off. I mean, it's not yeah. like lasers, but. You know. Yeah. So <laughs> they find out a bomb. Yes. And he starts interviewing all the people, including a uh, random dude who, one of his associates, I guess, one of Bad Guy's associates. And then that guy's sister, who is Gina Gershon, who I'm really surprised wasn't more popular. She was good in things. I mean, she, I think she did a few things in the 90s. Yeah, but then, like, after Showgirls, she just sort of dropped off the face of the earth. But oh, to be that, fair... That, that, that probably says I mean, everything. Showgirls, Showgirls was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah, it was a thing. But you gotta watch it as satire now, and, and it's all better. But don't worry, she well, made her comeback. Hey, it's no Freddy got fingered. <laughs> I will not listen to this slander. Hey, <laughs> reviewers from back in the day have changed their review on that movie, watching it as satire, and they've, like, pumped their scores up. I will say that. But, mm-hmm. but I will say for Dina Jushan, she had her her comeback on the hit CW sitcom Riverdale where she played Junkhead, <laughs> Criminal <laughs> Mother. <laughs> is, but is Riverdale a sitcom, though? Uh, not to be a pedantic asshole, but like... I'm not, okay, look. If I had my way, we would have a show about Riverdale because this show defies... Categorization and description. I meant to do this earlier because random dude that, that I forgot the character's name, but the actor is Nick Cassavetes, and he had one of those faces. And I had to look to see what else. That name sounds familiar. Been. There are a lot of vaguely familiar people I, in this movie. The Hangover Part Two. That tells me nothing. Tattoo Joe. <gasps> he was the tattoo guy. Well, that Entourage. I never watched Entourage. Hmm. I've seen him in things. IMDb is failing <laughs> me right now. Like what? Like does this, this fancy jacket guy? Yes, ball guy. Yeah, ball guy. Uh, he I was in. Said it was Michael Chiklis when he popped up. <laughs> <laughs> that was good shit because CCH Pounder is in this movie too. Oh yeah, and and I couldn't find his name, but the other actor. I told y'all the guy in the green shirt. Like, yeah, he's just a little side character in this movie, but he was the guy. It, he was the uh, the the sperm guy in the Shield. He kept all of his. Oh, that fridge. guy. Yeah. It's funny that it's CCH Pounder and him in this movie. Well, when you said there were two guys, two people from the Shield, I was like, "Okay, there's there's Claudette." Okay, and then you mentioned something. I was like, "Like a random criminal of the week who only has is like a scene for like five minutes, oh. and it's just him in a fridge full of cum jars." You keep away from my children. 
You keep away from my children. That's right. He's in blow. He's in life. Oh, that's what I remember him from. <laughs> I, I'm really am, am astounded at how well y'all remember just like bit actors. I mean, I, I remember faces. I've always remembered faces. Like, I remember... I don't know what it was back in the day when I was a kid. Well, was, you also can't forget combing the bridge. <laughs> Evidently not. Like, it's, it's hard to erase that. Well, from and I was also going to say this movie: a guy lost his ear. He also played the guy that got his ear cut off in Reservoir Dogs. You know, I, I think he just doesn't have an ear. But um, but back <laughs> right, he in, just has a detachable ear. But like back in the day, like I, I don't know why my mom would watch Sister Act two, and I would watch it with her because it was on. So it was always on. I'd watch it. I recognized one of the nuns when she was in something else. And I remember my mom, like, always made a big deal out of it. Like, oh, my God. Like, it's like, you remember that actress? I was like, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> or whatever the fuck I sounded like back then. <laughs> but I just, I, shit with names. I remember faces all day. Because, like, was it, like, uh, one of the teen, teen people for Dr. Bolts' character, Buzz, I think his name was, like, wasn't he, like, one of the dads on Desperate Housewives or something? Uh, I haven't seen Desperate Housewives. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, Liz has been watching that. And yes, can confirm that dude is on Desperate Housewives. I've heard that show is butt the fuck wild. I, I remember watching it when it came out. It was something else. Well. Sorry about that. We were hearing <laughs> weird noises. Weird noises. A- Abaddon's dicking around. Abaddon? Abaddon? Frank, say Abaddon. Abaddon? Oh, there you go. Thank you. She gets you if you don't say her name. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just, it's just confused. Lights are and all kinds of shit. Yeah. All right, anyway. So, up. yeah. So, we get to where they switch faces. And and I, I'm concerned. Because he's like, ooh, they're going to like, we're going to switch your face. And he's like, sure, that sounds reasonable. I mean, he doesn't say that, but I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But you know what he meant. So, they get in there. And like, yeah, no, we're the best at this. Like, how many hobos did they practice on? <laughs> Yeah, it is very concerning. And knowing the U.S. government, I'm pretty sure they've done a lot of horrible shit to get that technology. They just kidnap like illegal immigrants. You don't just perfect it the first time. No. It's like how they used to practice on tattoos. They were doing this on pigs, uh, dead pig carcasses. They were switching out dead pig faces. Yes. That seems That's unlikely. even more terrifying, honestly. I mean, like, I don't like any of the options this we have here. also inspired Saul. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> in a certain respect, I could probably see it. So they switch the faces. Uh, because which, which I forgot is way more unsettled. I mean, I know it's freaky, but like you actually see them just like suction up. The oh, dude. my God. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's freaky. Like, part of me thought there's no way that a fake Travolta face... Could look any more fake than Travolta's real face, but somehow they did it. They like, pulled it off. Yeah, they made these like weird fucking dummies, and one of them shows up like, like Castor Troy is knocked out in a coma. That's how mm-hmm. all this is like fucking happening. And um, fuck. I lost and they show Nick Cage yeah. like he's in a coma. He's laying rubber there. Dummy. Like, it's clearly rubber not him. And but like I read that they added like little like things to make like the flesh twitch a little bit to make it seem real. Seems like a lot of unnecessary money. I, I don't know why Nick Cage could make it to set that day yeah, or whatever. It seems like you could have just put his ass down on the table. Or yeah, it's yeah. also stupid, too, because that doesn't happen when you're a coma. Uh, I have been in... I have, I have been in hospital rooms where people are in a coma. 
the faces do not twitch. Yeah, no, they're, they're perfectly pretty much, still. They're pretty That's much unconscious. That's what a coma is. Yeah. You're perfectly yeah. still and, and unconscious. Oh, man, I perfected my analogy. When they suck the faces off, it's like those hair dryers in salons. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. I like them, but yeah. You scout somebody. I thought it was funny how when they're first, first suctioned off, they're like really like, meaty and hunky like there's bone in it and then when they pop it in the water it's literally just rubber like pudding skin yeah that was i don't i don't i don't like the effects for that they didn't age well at all well also it made it seem like the only thing keeping your face on is the skin around it as if there's not connecting tissue underneath your skin they talk your skin is just free floating on your face they said they would reattach all, all the nerve endings and whatnot, but that's obviously not true because they literally just slapped the face down on. Yeah. How are you connecting shit when you got the face And they were just there? like moving it around like it's like, you know, like it's a piece of bologna and a piece of bread. Yeah, it's it's not it's not good. It's not. I mean, I, obviously, this is nitpicking, just like fantastical yeah, yeah, yeah. bullshit. Well, and yeah. also too, I mean, we're we're talking about a movie where two dudes switch faces. Yeah, but I, I mean, we're out of the realm of realism. <laughs> it's to the point, though. It, like, there is a valid criticism because a movie like this, you have to suspend your disbelief, and that's perfectly normal. But these effects, uh, the way it worked, was so bad it took us out of the movie where two dudes are switching faces. I so mean, yeah, but I mean, also like. At the time, this was probably state of the fucking art. It's probably, I mean, I no, I just don't remember being weirded the fuck out back then too. Oh yeah, you remember the digital effect of them mapping the faces and oh, stuff? Oh, yeah. That was like cutting edge back then, and it looks like shit now. Yeah. It's like yeah. the, the the damn Tron video game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, well, I'm just grateful but, they didn't just like try to CG the whole thing because that just would have been you know far beyond. Yeah, yeah, yeah there, there's, there's, there's a lot of practical elements to the which like I still appreciate effect. the hell out of you know yeah. it takes a lot of it takes a, it takes a degree of effort and time to make you know it seems sort of silly to make just like breathing fluctuating like dummy oh, or so yeah. but like, like I still appreciate they went that extra mile oh, yeah. as much as they didn't look like their real um, counterparts they didn't look bad. They just looked no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they, they just took the wax dummies from Madame Tussauds and put them out on the table. <laughs> Honestly, I, I feel like if they tried to make this movie now, and they're talking about a sequel, yeah, uh, and if, or reboot, and or yeah, both. If, if they tried to make this movie now and use the CG, I still do think it would look worse than what we got practically from this. Yeah. Probably so. It would just I, be I, too well, weird. It depends on I, how I, I do like the whole uh, the the part where when they're suggesting this whole plan to uh, the FBI agent, who is currently John Travolta's character, uh, <laughs> he's like, shit, no, that's insane. Because any normal, yeah. any person with the brain would go, you're taking, you want to take my face off and put another face on me? No, no, that's insane. No, that it's kind of like the whole like plot of Con Air, how like <laughs> they're moving all all these like super criminals yeah. in this giant plane. Like, and no, how what can go wrong? It's, it's basically oh. it's basically like you're walking around the world across the street. Meanwhile, <laughs> I forgot. Like, uh, does anybody remember initially what was the timer set at when they planted the bomb? Like six days, I think they said they had. God, it seemed like a fucking eternity had passed by the time they got to the. Table. Well, it was a day. Yeah. It wasn't 
uh, necessarily. It was like you days, saw, wasn't it? Yeah, like, well, yeah they, 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 they set a uh, like certain dates. They put a date into it, but yeah. then when like when they got to the thing and said, "We got to do this thing because there's a bomb in six days." But, but yeah. I, I think so. you think when they mentioned the timetable that they were that it's like, oh, this is like X hours or X days. <laughs> That's not really mentioned yeah. again. Yeah. When John, John Travolta's FBI agent was abusing criminals in custody to get the date. It's like, yeah. this wouldn't <laughs> shit his pants. Get him out of here. Uh, yeah, he kicked the shit out of some people. <laughs> and they had, I, I mean, I'd rather him kick his pants than what he did on the shield. Right. So, <laughs> anyway, uh, John uh, John Travolta is now Nicolas Cage, and Nicolas Cage is still in a coma. Still in a coma, but no face with no face. But after John Cage gets, his, <laughs> is it going to be confusing at all? I told you this is going to be confusing. <laughs> all right, but, after but when, it, when uh, fucking John Travolta is Nick Cage uh-huh. wakes up, and then you know he he full on agreed to this. And then wakes up and it just like Man. breaks down and well, cries. And I I'm imagine like, like agreeing with it and then seeing it in in reality. Probably like I understood that that would fuck you up. Yeah. I think. I, I mean, God. yeah, but like I don't think like that person. W- I think it'd be a little more existential instead of just like. Ah! I mean, if I did a thing and woke up with the face of the person I hated most staring back at me in the mirror, I might have a breakdown. See, what we yeah. do is we make a movie where Jesse wakes up and Jason Momoa's face. <laughs> <laughs> Only if I get his abs, too. <laughs> so, and, 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 well, in that world, that happens. Exactly. And, and yeah. Then at the end of the movie, yeah, he's all wrapped up. It's like, okay, Justin, we we got the face back. It's right this time. Unwrap his face. It's Kevin Costner. Oh no! Oh, I st- <laughs> Fuck but, you. But the reason I bring this up is because one of the things I like about John Travolta as Nick Cage in this movie is like how out of his element he is. Like, like, but like that, that point at the end of the movie where he says the probably the most relatable line ever. He's like, "Man, I am so tired." Yeah. <laughs> Because he's just been going like nonstop for like a week. Also, and, that that voice changing technology was like I don't know. It's just like weird technology and face off. That a, what didn't make me. No, it's no, like no, a weird it's magic. Like a my, <laughs> it's like, great magic. We're gonna put this thing in your voice box that does a cool shit. Like, Watch this. We already put a thing in your throat. Now we're gonna put a microphone to it. Now I want you to talk about eating peaches until I get the right pitch. Okay. I, I, whoever wrote that line was really <laughs> proud of it. Because we had to hear it like 50 times it, before uh, the first 30 yeah. minutes. If it wasn't for that line, you wouldn't have had your golden bit from earlier. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, true. that's true. true. I'm just saying it's not a great line. <laughs> I mean, no. It's well, not. I, mean, I mean, it's great, but it's not great. It's, great. You know it's I mean. great in the sense of showing you again how much of a sleaze fuck this guy is. <laughs> yeah, no, it works really well for that. Entire beach for hours. Like, and, Okay, that sounds so, inefficient. So they, they swap faces. They swap faces. It's like it's and like love hand. No, wait, we haven't gotten there yet. It's just like tantric ass eating, which is just like why? God damn it! When we <laughs> the prison. So they switch faces, <laughs> and they also shave like fifty pounds off of Travolta. So now he looks just like Nick Cage. Nick <laughs> Cage has like straight up. That's abs. the most amazing part of the whole technology oh, yeah. is him trimming down Travolta's body to Nick Cage's trim fit. Mm-hmm. Or when they talk about laser shears to fix the hairline, when you actually see them using just scissors. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. They had like a little laser machine. But, going. but what's the point if you have scissors? No, no. Those because were because they are, said laser shears, and they had to have those laser. were laser brand. It was laser brand scissors. It was a plug. It was marketing. <laughs> 
So you know, like the Motorola razor. TM, 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 Fucking face off, predicted manscaped. <laughs> so babyface Nick Cage gets to prison to talk to heel Nick Cage's brother. To find who, who out who looks like one of the Gallagher brothers. He oh, does. Wait, he wait. does look like Noel Gallagher. I expected I him to just that. break into Wonder Wall. Because <laughs> uh, I'm looking at him like, is that a Gallagher brother? And I said, maybe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, uh, I love that joke. Uh, uh, so he gets in there and somehow immediately gets the information. Like, yeah, I know. It's at the LA blah, 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 convention, blah, blah, blah. Like, ah, thanks. You're a piece of shit. And then walks off because, you know. That wouldn't be a, a good idea, but he's going to do it anyway. I wouldn't say immediately. He did get his ass beaten uh, by the guy that that heel cage. Caster, heel cage yeah. uh, had a, quote, sex sandwich with his wife and sister the night he was sent to that prison. Yes, that is the thing they said. Also, Thomas Jane is in the prison for some reason. Yes, both stars of the 2004 Punisher in this movie. Yep, yep, yep. Cavalcade yeah. of stars. And Ghost Rider. And Ghost Rider. Also, can we talk about, and I read this, and I really want it to be true, uh-huh. but I read that the boots that were worn in this prison were the boots that the Goombas wore in the uh, Super Mario Brothers. You know, <laughs> I thought that while I'm watching, because just oh. to let you idea, this prison left over. <laughs> the prison is magnetic, yes. and all the prisoners have to wear magnet boots to, to lock them down, I guess, because that's... Because they're basically yeah. on a giant oil rig. Yeah, why not? Uh, and when I saw those boots, I thought, huh, it kind of looks like the Mario boots. And you know what? It might fucking be. I really want that to be true. I mean, I, I remember reading that too. And like, it's, I would say it's possible. I mean, it's the top Google hit. Uh, where's Snopes? I mean, how many fucking Goombas were in that? Jesus. Well, it wasn't just there the Goombas. Like, like Luigi and Mario both put on the boots too. Yep. That's how they jumped. But like the prisoner to Goomba ratio from the. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just I just want to say the mold from the boots and just made a bunch of with them. surplus style. probably just the whole never missing leg, leg day in that prison. Yeah. I will, I will <laughs> say of course, Jack. Like, like when I was young, like watching this movie, I didn't know who Thomas Jane was. But then when I grew up watching shit that Thomas Jane was in, and I knew who he was going back like years ago, I was like, "Holy shit, that's Thomas Jane!" That was a nice little nugget. Way back yeah. So he gets the information right in time to get a visitor. Yep. And it's Heel Travolta. Nope. Nope. Mm. We're skipping the part where fucking Castro Troy wakes up from his coma, right? Rips off all of his bandage, not a drop of fucking blood on him. He puts one finger on his face and it's just gore, gore, all over his hand. And then he makes a phone call while talking without lips. No lips, yeah. Gets the doctor there, thanks to his goons. I was getting mad Jack Nicholson Joker vibes. It's like, I'm yeah. here. Little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, that's what Cage did. The uh, new Cage, new face Cage, did when he <laughs> smashed him here with the coat rack. Yeah. <laughs> so he gets the doctor to put the face on because he had gotten the face off. Face off. So they, now... He said the thing. They said the thing. <laughs> I, I did think it was interesting how... Like what we were talking earlier, how they seem to disguise a lot of the gore in the film, like how there's a very quick, awkward cut of Cage in profile with like the no face. Oh yeah, two times. And yeah. then then you'd see like a very sort of hazy version reflected in the doctor's glasses. And so like part of me is like, okay, that's cool to have this air of mystery, but also it feels like 
a little artificial at the same time. Like yeah. you have an R, you can show the the boogity boo. Well, I mean, it. it could have been that the gore would have put it in NC seventeen territory, possibly because this mean, is mid nineties. Yeah, 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 this is the nineties. Sensors like kind of fluctuate over time. So, <laughs> but it's funny how this is basically a would would become a straight up Joker bit in the Batman comics. So it, how did how did the Doctor put? Travolta's face on heel cage by himself without his team of I nurses and shit. Yeah, the, the team, like you said, it was just him. killed everybody that knew about the surgery. Literally, the only people that died was a doctor, and then uh, CCH Travolta's CCH friend, CCH and CCH Pounder. Yeah. The, the, <laughs> the best thing, they just got out. I mean, that's, that's the ones they showed, but surely they well, would no, have to round up the team. But I, I mean, apparently not. Also know. Maybe? It doesn't seem like it. I there mean, are only three people they did not, they, they did well, not show I, it, but I guess that would make sense in something that comes later. Yeah. So that's where we've gotten. And then they have a face off after their faces come off in the prison, which we will cover after this quick break. Uh, thank you for listening so far. We'll be right back. Grace. Class. Style. All of this and more can be found at tpublic.com slash user slash caging greatness. Show the world that you'll never let anyone cage your greatness. Thank you for coming back after that intermission. Uh, It wasn't that great. I don't know. I'm, I'm asking. We, I have no idea what's going to go there. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna figure that out in the next couple of days. Cause yeah, uh, might be might be commercial. Uh, might be might be something else funny. I I don't know. I I really have no idea. I hope it was good. So heel Travolta shows up <laughs> <laughs> to confront Face Cage. Yes, and he face you, off, like face off. You know, honestly, Nicholas Cage's acting in this scene—it was really big and over the top. But I felt like that fit it because he was horrified and confused, and he kept trying to dry heave. Yeah, and I thought that was really good because you know, if if your worst enemy shows up with your face and everyone you love is now dead, who knew about it? Uh, yeah, I'd probably throw up. Yeah, and this is also where I'm just gonna go ahead and get this out there, uh-huh. where John Travolta steals the fucking show for the a good hunk of the rest of the movie. Oh yeah, I, well I, I mean like Nick Cage's performance is a little more subtle, but fucking John Travolta, he, one he's chewing all the fucking scenes, yes, mm-hmm. every fucking bit, of every it. inch of it, but like. He's also able to capture Nicolas Cage playing Castro Troy really well because I'm still I'm getting the same vibes. like 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 in just like little minute mannerisms yeah like I mean that I wouldn't have paid attention to like I'm getting the same fucking vibes of Nick Cage from the beginning and the priest outfit you know windmilling just grabbing asses for no reason just and then just just murdering people in an airport when they switch. Like I'm still getting that. I, I'll, again, I don't know if any of these sh- these little tidbits that I read were true. Um, apparently, they just like made a point to hang out a lot for like two straight weeks to make sure they got each other's like mannerisms and how they said and takes down. Yeah, and like for the most part, I can see it on both both ends. Yeah, because yeah, they're both kind of methody. Yeah, in their acting styles occasionally. 
Yeah. Uh, However, I just those two in a room alone together. I don't know if I could imagine that. It would be. Uh, it'd be really. Huh. It'd be weird. But I, I feel like after Broken Arrow, they just told Travolta, like, "Hey, you know what you did in that movie? Just do that, but bigger." Because that was like he's good at playing a psychopath. I don't know what that says about him as a person. <laughs> Given some of the stories we've heard, maybe. So. Yeah, I mean, what, being a Scientologist, uh, the sexual assault. Sexual assault, that's a big one. Remember, kids, consent is a thing. Yes. And now we arrive. <laughs> we can skip just a little bit ahead. At the, the scene that has aged so poorly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so after Heel Travolta... He he goes home to face Cage's family, and you know does the whole family thing, and gets with his wife uh, in a very dangerous setting with lit candles all around that should have been put out before anything. Far happened. too many candles. It was just it, like it was it was big. Oh, you're and skipping it was dangerous. Over the daughter bit. We're getting there. I thought no, that happened before. Yeah. So uh, and also he's a little he's pretty weird with uh, face Travolta's daughter. Yeah. It's 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 weird. Also, when she's introduced, like in the beginning of the movie, we're going back for a second. When she's introduced, uh, and and good guy Travolta's like, "What happened? She get into another fight?" She spins around and it's like it's just this weird slow mo with a choir behind her. When she's introduced as a character, it just really threw me off. Did you guys notice that? It's like, yeah, oh, look yeah. at this freak. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, and like, I don't know, like. Like, you talk what? about how like John Travolta kind of looks at her and shit. I think the camera, like John Woo, might be getting having some feelings because it made me kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, I, I didn't enjoy that. Well, well, I think I read correctly that she actually was sixteen in this movie. The girl with the boy's daughter. I don't like that. Oh, I, I don't like that even more. That oh, that makes it oh, worse. Man, that makes it so much worse. And honestly, because she gets licked. He licks her face well, at, the yeah, end. at the end. But, but and she almost gets so yeah, sexually this, yeah, by yeah. Broke. It's like by a real, a real, a real sexual assault. Yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So they uh, have a uh, Yeah, they have a scene oh. where it's weird, and then later on, she comes home being driven by a minor character, who then attempts to assault her. And he's played by Danny Masterson, who is currently on trial for. What is it? Several rapes, I think. Several sexual assaults. Yikes. Several. And I, I mean, one rape is too many, but like, it's a lot, fam. It is a lot. That Scientology like used their clout to try to squash or cover up yeah. for years, which makes it even worse that John Travolta then beats the shit out of Danny Masterson in this movie. So it's it, and you gotta wonder. Like I, I was thinking at the time, like is this when he converted Danny Masterson to Scientology? Just they just filmed it. He's just kicking the shit out of him in real life. Because apparently, I mean, you're going to learn about your thetans, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> he just like breaks him over his knee. L. Ron Hubbard loves you and your money. Because <laughs> apparently, joining Scientology is a lot like joining the game. You just get beat in. Yeah, probably. <laughs> There's two ways oh. to join. You're either born in or you're beaten. <laughs> See, Beck was born in. Elizabeth Moss born in. So that Betty was <laughs> beat in and hopefully beat up the rest of his life. So it was. It was. It was not a good scene. Uh, yeah. Looking back on it from t- 
today. Even looking on it at first, it's pretty bad. Looking on yeah. back, it's like this is yeah. exceptionally worse. And then, and then now with this new information that the actress was underage. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't. I just don't think you should do that. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't like it. Even don't acting, that, like that's it. just not okay. But this whole time, Heel Travolta is acting so goddamn weird and against type. Because like he was sticking the mud, boss, for years, and then all of a sudden he's just happy, flying free. He's yeah. giving his daughter a cigarette because he's now cool. And it was yeah. like to go through your problems, kid. Also, here's a like, butterfly like knife, juicing up all, all the glory, like something that like the real person would never do, as shown at the beginning of the movie. When he was like, "Why do you want to celebrate? People are dead. Fuck y'all." Yeah, and then all of a sudden he's like, "Yeah, we did it. Uh, who died this time? Nobody cares." And nobody thought. I don't know. That's kind of weird. Maybe we should and ask somebody like, about yeah, that. Like full, a, and then full grown, like full blown, full palm grasping, a, like a secretary's ass in front of everybody. There's no way no one saw it. Which has also aged very poorly, yep. considering that John Travolta's <laughs> sexual yeah. harassment well, claims. Well, I, I mean, the thing is that thing aged poorly because, like I said during the thing, second wave feminism had already happened. We're already on third wave feminism. Like, this shit wasn't okay, even then. And, and the, like, I mean, it's never okay. I mean, you know it, the point talking. of that was supposed to show that it was not good. Well, yeah. Because he even did, like, the Castor Troy, like, oh, face thing. Uh, he did, like he did earlier in the movie. Yeah. But, you know what scene didn't age poorly? The fucking prison escape scene. That was a good oh scene. Oh, my God. Everything exploding again. <clears throat> had oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> medicine cabinets full of medicine and metal things just exploding. Sparks galore. Cops getting the shit kicked out of yeah. Oh, my God. Like, there are some fucking bumps that these stuntmen took in this shot that I was like, oh, oh my God. Ooh. Yeah. Like, yeah. The one where he hit the table. Yeah, it just bounced like, the wrong way. That yeah, one that's like bad. I remember that to this day. I always like, what? Watch a face off. I'm going to see that dude die. <laughs> like that. Ooh, yeah. I mean, th- th- there's a point that comes up later, and it's like, I hope whatever they paid these stuff, man, they got paid exceptionally well for, for all the tumbles they took in the Frickland escape scene and, and scene with the speedboat later. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the gun, the gun foo. We didn't even touch on all that in, in like the opening scene, but you know, you know what you're getting into. John Woo, you're like yeah. diving across the room, guns akimbo, blasting. <laughs> yeah. Bullets, people jumping, explosions. Yeah. Had the whole time, I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> everywhere. I'm thinking of what? hot fuzz. Just the whole time, I was like, have you ever fired two guns whilst jumping through the air going, R? That <laughs> <laughs> just makes yeah, me happy. I, I freaking love the uh, pirouettes and the somersaults during the gunplay for no apparent reason. Yeah, there's the so much rolling. Nick Cage who just randomly does a flip for no reason. Yeah. It's like watching fucking Dark Souls, but with guns, just uh, rolling <laughs> all the time. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I don't know if it was uh, Travolta or his stuntman, but both characters at, at flipped at least a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> like Cage, I could see actually flipping. Yeah. Travolta seemed a little stiffer. Yeah. In fact, I read like Nick Cage really didn't want to do a lot of the action stuff, specifically anything involving heights. Yeah, he's not a fan. Yeah. He's not a fan of high. I don't blame him. A lot of wire work too. in this movie too. I you you can you can still see some of the wires in this movie. Yeah, well, you know. But, but that, that, that's the sort of appeal of this era of. I mean, I mean, Jung Woo was Hong Kong filmmaker. <laughs> yeah. Before coming to Hollywood and doing Hollywood stint, but. Yeah, yeah, but like what was mentioned before, 
the actual practical effects. Yeah, yeah, are, yeah. are much much better in my opinion than trying to CGI. Oh yeah, stuff. like real, like I said, mm-hmm. like real squibs will dominate digital blood. In in my opinion, all day mm-hmm. every day. And I, I just love the wire foo shit. Like, oh yeah, yeah, it's oh, good yeah. stuff. I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. I had that. What was that game called? Like uh, Stranglehold. I didn't play it a lot. I don't remember beating it, but it. Again, it was like it was supposed to be the sequel to one of his films. Yeah, no, no, no. The one with Chow Yun Fat, who actually like was the first. Yeah. it was the first major. It was like a launch title for the 360. Yeah, it? it was the first major uh, celebrity in a video game thing. Yeah, like for mainstream. I, I was for like, PS3. Uh, I no, think, I think it was original. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I think I it was the original there, Xbox. I feel like the first, like that gen, the first video game I remember that had like a named celebrity was like. What Onimusha three with Jacques Renault? Yeah, it, it, it's it's one of those like action like hack 'em up. Yeah, uh, Stranglehold came out in two thousand seven, and it was the uh, it was the sequel to God, what's the name of that fucking movie? Hard boiled. Hard boiled. That's the one. Thank you. Yeah. Yes, and it was it wasn't bad. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I know. Like like I remember having fun with it. I just never beat it. Yeah, but. <laughs> Once, um, once a uh, face cage escapes gets, prison, gets out of the cage. Yeah, despite all of his rage, <laughs> he's still just a rat. He, in he this goes cage. to uh, Cassavetti's house, right? Yeah, Cassavetti and Gershon, who are their brother and sister in that movie, right? Yes, yes. and yet they share a very passionate yes, tongue kiss. They yes. do. In fact, when 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 John Tra- when face uh, Travolta rolls in, he looks right at him in his face and he goes, "What's wrong with you? You look like you just fucked your mother." And then, when that happened, when he you know smooches his sister on the mouth, I was like, "Wow!" Well, so you know what it's like to like, I guess like, know what a face looks like of somebody who has sex with a family member. Uh, I, I, I did. I, I did read in <laughs> my uh, my sort of research in the movie that uh, Gina Gershon and Nick Cavazzetti, they that's something they came up with yeah. together. And it's like. To show like their weird warped way of like affection for each other, like that's like their sort of ad well, not necessarily ad lib, they didn't do it in the moment, but like their contribution together. It's like when they try to brainstorm this, like, oh, we're this weird, fluffed up family, ain't it? And this is their demonstration. See, I feel like we could have uh, we could have gotten that without the tongue kiss. I feel <laughs> like I didn't have any fucking questions before we got to that point. That this family full of crime. <laughs> they didn't have to make out too. <laughs> anyway, before that, before the smooch even happens, you got uh, Face Travolta. Uh, getting what right. appears to be his first touch of like some sort of drugs because he is uber fucked up. Yeah, so, the yeah. Bad guys. When he takes this like, mystery blue pill and like I mean, breaks it in half in water. Yeah, it looks like they they made like cocaine, but it was like Alka Seltzer. It, it, it looks like they just took a like Metamucil and like stirred it up. It was it was fizzy <laughs> lifting drinks, and and then he gave one of the best lines after they said the thing. Like they like said face off three times. three times in a row. It was I lovely. Love take his face off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he said I have to visit the little boy's wee wee room. <laughs> he did say that. Which that is a thing th- he said. That that deserves free speech, Jail. Yeah, and oh. then there was a nice touch after that happened, though, where he's still fucked up from the drugs. He's getting water. He leans up from the sink, sees his reflection in a mirror, and draws on himself yeah. immediately because he's uber fucked. Right? Yeah, and also, yeah, that's that's the face that he's used to trying to shoot. Yeah, so I thought that was a really nice layers. touch. Layers, bro. By Dahlia Onion, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's so good. 
And then, so good. And that's when Gina Gershon shows up and he passes the fuck out. No, he, she knocks him out. Yeah. But dicks him in the face. That was good. That was good. After he makes that one meme. I'm not dead. I'm me. <laughs> You're not. Me. Me. Oh, and also around the same time after the uh, uh, Danny Masterson scene, Travolta, bad Travolta gives good Travolta's daughter a butterfly knife that's the stupidest design I've ever seen in my fucking life. Yes. Because both sides are sharp. Now, butterfly knife, uh, just do a quick Google. Thomas Jane used one in the 2004 Punisher film. Yes. It was really sweet. The point of the butterfly knife is to be able to flip it around. It's got to bounce off the back of your hand on the flat part. And if there's not a flat part, you're just going to fucking cut yourself, and it's stupid. <laughs> and opening it looks clumsy as hell, which it did. Every time they did it in the movie, it's just like, I'm just going to slowly open it, let this part hang, and oh, here you go. Here's a knife. Like, it's just stupid, and what? I hate it. It, it, shows, it shows the level of skill when you're using the double-head sword. What, what if one of the uh, Leonard Skinner fans that we pissed off like goes back to this film, like, like pauses it, like just like zooms in super wide? What if it's the same pattern, but it's also a dull side, too? Hmm then they did a poor job of making that knife <laughs> because I have a butterfly knife pointy. Yeah, like I have a butterfly knife and it is very clearly one side is sharp and the other side is not. Yeah. But I've seen, I knew a guy who had like a, a flat blade that had both sides sharp on the butterfly knife. That's and stupid. the f- first time he used it, he cut the shit out of the back of his hand. Yeah. So like, I don't even I think these why, things, Jethro. these things shouldn't fucking exist like that. It goes against the point. I'm just saying, like, it could be possible that even if it, it, it is a stupid design, I'm not yeah. disagreeing with you, yeah. but it still could have been a, a fat yeah. dull end. And if it was a dull end, then that just makes them look even dumber for not opening it the cool way. A thick-ass blade. Yeah. <laughs> so then the FBI attacks like my ass. Uh, after Gina Gershon tries to come on to Nick Cage, who is not Nick Cage. Like, wakes him up, and uh, he, he's ready to shoot. Like, yeah. I feel like in a real-life scenario, he... <laughs> Probably would have really shot. <laughs> it's like, doesn't know where he is. He just got like destroyed with drugs he's never taken before. First time he's ever done drugs before. And he's just like, like nope. oh, God, I'm the guy I hate. And who are you? Boom. Apparently he's well, the I'm one. Let's FBI. be real. By the way, John Travolta looks at the start of this movie. He has to be addicted to at least by Vance. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> so. Junior Sean was like, I hate you. Let's fuck. I'm kidding. I hate you again. It's real confusing. Here's my kid. Yeah. Also, we have a kid together. Yeah. Also, here's a, here's a child. It was such an awkward way to introduce yeah. that. And so it was just like, oh, by the way, we got a fucking kid. And so Face Cage is like, oh, this kid reminds me of my dead son from six years ago and just holds him really weirdly. <laughs> Saying the wrong name, it and was, he's just like slowly mushing this child he, he, into his chest. He does the stupid weird, face touch yeah, thing, yeah. Yeah. and you know, like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" And then the FBI attacks. Yeah, oh because because uh, evil little brothers are like across the window peeping. It's like, "Oh yeah, big bro, uh, evil Travolta, I know where they are, and they fucking in your bed." It called every cop on the planet. Oh man, mm-hmm. Captain Dingaling, who saved LA. Uh, from a bombing just uh, is has like an army with him. Yeah, has carte blanche <laughs> to do whatever he wants now. Yeah, he's, he's a hero he's, cop. He saved a bomb. He saved the town from a bomb that was powered by the Dead Sea Scrolls, apparently. <laughs> we get, apparently. And we yeah. get yet another 
fucking fantastic shootout scene. Oh, God. It was, and the line that Nick Cassavetes gives, it was, damn, my place is getting fucked up. Yeah. That was a great line. <laughs> Man. He wasn't wrong. He was not yeah. wrong. He, he says that immediately after shooting one of his own bosses, though. Yeah. yeah, is that how you say it? Bosses, bases, bases. Yeah, bases. When a base becomes fancy enough, it turns into a boss. Anyway, like how a foyer becomes a foyer. Just because mm-hmm. I feel like it's gonna piss somebody off, but he shoots a base mm-hmm. and it explodes. Like, damn, this place could fuck. You shot your own decor, bro. I think, well, didn't, didn't someone <laughs> move out of the way and it hit it hit the base instead? I think so, yeah. No, there was nobody in front of that thing. He was not. Yeah. <laughs> he was trying to shoot somebody. Or maybe maybe he's like, damn, I shot that vase. I hated that There's vase. Like people flipping around, flipping over bars, mm-hmm. just like little kids listening to um, Somewhere, Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Rainbow. Like, yeah. This is like this, I guess, very different cover of Somewhere Over the in Rainbow. In a weird twist, I read that that was performed by Olivia Newton-John. Really? Yes. That's funny. (laughs) It's funny because Olivia Newton-John and Dr. Bolton (laughs) written that movie. So everyone dies who isn't Nick Cage, Gina Gershon, John Travolta, and the kid. Yes. Uh, Nick Cassavetti gets shot in the neck, tongue kisses his sister, and then bleeds out. Man, I've been tongue, but there was like full-blown, like just face-on-face, like mouth-kissing happening. Yeah. Uh, like, what, what? And then, and then, then just pissing blood from his neck. And then there's the uh, the shootout between Cage and Travolta, where they end up shoot looking at each other in a mirror, which was a neat little symbolism thing that they beat you over well, the head don't, with. Don't forget, uh, did it come after? But I mean, it's such a cool shot, though. When uh, Lil Bro gets thrown from the roof yeah, through brother this, death was after afterwards was yeah balls who's like which i think is really sick the mm-hmm. skylight mm-hmm. but that was that was really cool because travolta and cage are shooting and then another guy shows up with a fucking noob tube from call of duty <laughs> god he was lighting that place up with a grenade like, launcher cage's ass is just singed from running up <laughs> yep. these steps walk through that fire smoldering yep. ass i mentioned earlier <laughs> And then like, gets to the top of this building and grabs a rope and swings in like the opposite way into Travolta's little brother, uh, uh, bad cage's little brother. And they both fall through a skylight, but good cage catches himself and little bro just dies in front of Travolta. Falls two skylights. Two, two skylights. And then another, uh, F, like the FBI agent with a noob tube is like, who are you crying, man? <laughs> it's, it's just Pollux. And so heel Travolta shoots him in the face. Yeah. Because as evil as Caster, he still loves his brother. Yep. I've always had a weird issue uh, with that one part in particular, uh, with the headshot in particular. I uh-huh. was wondering, like, you see, like, the blood splatter right here, right? Right. But when when that actor falls, that falls with it. I don't know if that was supposed to be, like, a piece of the noggin just flopping in the wind. Yeah, it felt like that was, like, oh. noggin and hair, because the dude had long hair, so the yeah. blood would make, like, a splattery. Also, he had like that weird, I obviously have a squib attached to my forehead makeup on his head when he creeped up on the scene. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was, you know. <laughs> D-headed. They couldn't D-headed. digitally edit that out like they probably could these days. And, and then heel Travolta fucking uh, kills the head of the uh, Bureau. Yeah, kills the, <laughs> kills the director of the FBI because he's having heart issues, so he just elbows him in the fucking chest what? after hitting him in the back of the neck. Yeah, because <laughs> blunt force trauma never heard like, of After it. telling him that he's Caster Troy, like, he wouldn't know, like, what are you... Ah! <laughs> what are you oh, he does seem to be suffering from some kind of heart condition. Oh, yeah, he's having it. At yeah. the time, and, and uh, you know, 
Bad Travolta goes up to him. Well, I'm going to tell you this, and you're not going to like it. And then he proceeds to assault the shit out of him. Oh, this is Scooby. I'm having a heart attack. Oh, wait. It's okay there, brother. Oh, he's just having a heart attack. I was, I was waiting for the bear. Not a bear bar. But what if, what if like Heel Travolta had gotten that wrong, and the dude had just had Taco Bell for lunch? <laughs> and so he goes down and like, gets elbowed. Like, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> oh man, I think did we skip over fucking uh, fa- Face Cage going to the wife's house? They, they were both at the same time ish. Pretty close to shit. Yeah, because yeah. because the dude died, and then Cage goes to the wife's house, mm-hmm. and then she figures out that it's actually yeah, Travolta, and yeah. then they have to go to the funeral. Yeah. So. Yeah, like Cage got a good Cage got shot, just shows up at home, avoids a couple cops, and then surprises his wife in their bedroom as she's getting out of the shower. Like, and please like, don't scream, please don't scream. And this whole time, this bitch is shook because, yeah. like, she, she's like got his hands all over her. The guy she knows is this evil worldwide terrorist. He's like, Please believe me, I'm your yeah. husband. I'm Who gonna- murdered her son. Yeah. But Boy, gives, gives her the clue. Yeah. No, no, we have different blood types. They couldn't fix that. Which I heard there was actually a little interesting bit behind why they were their certain blood types, too. What's that? I think, um, see, AB is the one that is like, It's the universal taker. Yeah. Universal yeah. recipient. Because it's take and take and yeah. when O negative is the donor. Universal donor. Yeah. Because yeah. I'm O negative. Yeah. Well, not, not bad, but you know. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought it was Duality. Yeah, like dark, dark the, the face name shit, and all. You fucking nerd. You know, I, 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 I like it. No, I like the I like the blood thing. Yeah, it was yeah. good. That's a good bit. Yeah, because uh, I'm O negative, so you I know. don't know what blood type I am. I, I you should, should you should that. yeah you should know that. You should, uh, <laughs> I, I, I'm the same way. I don't know mine. I think I'm A. I, th- I have to ask my mom every time. She I, uh, that keeps up with that shit. Got my Red Cross card in my wallet. Uh, try to give oh, blood yeah, when I get all this blood in my Oh, body. I'm sorry. I try to give blood to help people because my blood can help everybody. Look, look at Jesse loading his blood. Excuse I the, blood. Excuse the <laughs> fuck <laughs> out of me. I wake up in the morning and I piss blood. <laughs> blood? Get your blood here. That's Twenty dollars a pack. I'm get the your most blood in- here. The most important man in the world, I have the king's blood in my veins. That's right, ladies. Not only am I incredibly handsome, according to the reviews left, but I also think about others by donating blood. <laughs> I'm kidding. There's no ladies that listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like Justin is being like all like 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 sensual with the lady, just start squirting his blood in her mouth. <laughs> what the fuck? What the fuck? God, that was gross. Oh my god. Oh, I hate that. <laughs> He's like that lizard that squirts blood out of his eye. <laughs> How you feeling, Frank? Uh, <laughs> I, I, I was crying up until that. Why is it always Pat? Pat is always the nicest person away from the podcast, and he always throws out the most horrendous, horrific shit when I'm on. Now, now, you would not hurt him off my just say the most. Uh, this must be around you fuckers, because around me usually he's nice. <laughs> well, well, like, we'll fix we that. Talk, we, talking about like a, per- a person, like celebrity or something, and he'll come up with these really quippy one- one-liners that just cut to the bone, <laughs> like scalpel-like, steady hand precision. <laughs> yeah, Pat can be a petty bitch, and I love it. Uh, uh, like he could like verbally destroy you. Yeah, yeah. Little old me. 
So she tests the blood, right? She like jabs Bad Travolta in the arm while he's asleep, and he doesn't notice because the plot doesn't want him to. Well, he wakes up a bit, but he's like, yeah. Like, oh, it's, it's, just, it's just a big ass skater. <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a fucking inch long needle. <laughs> she jabs into his arm. And she just jabs his ass into the arm. So she takes it, takes it to the hospital. It's like, oh god, he is the wrong blood because type. Because you know, wife is a doctor, right? A very accomplished doctor, and she puts it in, in the bloodomatic, and then <laughs> <laughs> it just says, "This bitch evil." Blood. <laughs> That's the show. We got yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it. Oh, fuck. That was great. Yeah. That was fun. Okay, so after the bloodomatic confirms the evil. <laughs> like, face Cage is just yeah. creeping in the back. Yeah, Face like, Cage is just there. Here. He's already there. It's like, uh, by the way, I'm kind of bleeding. Could you help, please? And so she's like, all right, you are my husband. I still, I'm mad at you for all the stuff that happened before. And I'm just going to go along with all this weird face swappingness. Because what else can I do? But you know what wins her over? Huh. No one wins her over, right? Yeah, the first wipe date the, talk. Wipe the booty face. Yeah, the fucking face hand thing. Uh, <laughs> it's like, hey, baby, it caught me your fart. What a spell. <laughs> <laughs> no, human wife, it is me. Let me touch your face. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, yes, husband, touch my face. This is what normally humans do. <laughs> uh, 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 there's one bit I read that I thought was just in- insane. It's like, is this real? Um, because there's a bit where... Uh, face cage is like oh he, he tells his wife to get his daughter to, to go hide take refuge at her mother's house apparently there was supposed to be a scene where they're actually at her mother's house but the mother was going to be played by one or two people either Elizabeth Taylor or Jack Nicholson in drag what what, what? I want this what? to be real. <laughs> but so I don't. This, both of those choices make this movie so much more fucked up. <laughs> but that scene was never made. It was cut from the script. Oh, and like, thank that God. And a a possible scene for this film. Je- <laughs> but it would have uh, only been for a minute. <laughs> but but why? Oh, uh, no. I spotted another oh, one. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Oh, it's on the ceiling. Oh shit! That is a big ass spider. spider. Oh, uh, ladies man. and gentlemen, I come to you now with this news broadcast: the spiders have invaded the flooded basement. But I don't even want to fuck with it because it's just going to land on the table. Yeah, I it's, it's directly like above that. Justin's head. No, no, that's so a let's good, fuck with it. No, that's like a foot and a half in front of me. That's a big uh, ass spider. Yeah, it's not that's a small still smaller one. than the one I saw earlier. Though, let's see if I, I can like find something to throw at it. I'd rather you didn't. I will beat your ass. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Yeah, that is... Oh, he's coming down. Okay. Um, uh, well, he what is... do we do here? Oh, <laughs> he's actually coming down. You're you hear us? <laughs> he's like, I heard you talking shit. All right, where is he? I'm off site. He's on the trim. Ladies and gentlemen, please bear with us through this, oh, uh, this terrible moment. Uh, we're we're transferring mics. We're doing our best. So continue right, broadcasting. Where is it? Oh, don't use the, the mop. Uh, it's it's right there on the trim. Uh, right there. Yes, kill it. Kill, kill it with fire. Is it dead? It's on the thing. It's on the table. Yeah, Watch the dead. keyboard. Oh, Watch dead. the keyboard. It's dead. I'm just knocking it off. Yes, where I sit, you fuck. How dare you? It's I'm gonna... dead, you pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I gotta pee anyway. I'm gonna take a pee. 
we're still, uh, we're still, all right, we're still, we're coming to you live. We're not going to break away from this. Oh, the humanity. Uh, oh, this is terrible. Oh, the humanity is in our we'll, we'll let you know when Justin stops clutching his pearls. All right. The spider is now in many, many pieces. I have killed the spider myself with no help from anyone else. Also, would it be a bad time to mention that this uh, uh, window right here, if you, if you move up the curtains, is filled with like spider egg sacs? I don't like that. I don't like that at all. Uh, you guys should get some pest control. That's, that's probably not a good idea for you. Huh. So, Cannon's taking a pee break. We're still recording because uh, we, we did. Take, we take a second break to compose ourselves. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, no, no. We're gonna keep recording. We are staying with this. The cannon's laughing maniacally from the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> we just hear a. <laughs> you can probably still hear that because there's been plenty of times where we were filming a y or filming recording a y c h and. You know, someone probably Jonathan being in the, the murder I toilet. I like the fact that Justin is now constantly staring around the, just the like ceiling. Just like taking a fat dump, we can hear Tim say everything the whole time. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, yes. Uh, it landed on the floor after you killed it with the mop uh, as I bravely ran away. <laughs> and then after it landed on the floor, I squished it with my foot and dragged. So now there's just a smear of spider. Double tap, right? Yeah. As I bravely... <laughs> And bravely ran away. Said, Fuck you guys. It took a shit on the floor. Brave, I mean, brave Sir Robin. It's right there. I mean, it's smelling <laughs> real I mean, bad. Brave Sir Justin. I figured since yes. we all left our seats, I had to take a, a leak anyway, so I went to go do that. And we are absolutely leaving all of that That's in. That's fine. I think That's, it'd be funny as hell just like everyone just... Like, God damn it, now they're screaming about spiders. <laughs> like, to be fair, that's not our fault, okay? That's, you know, like we yeah, had... I'm glad occup- I saw that. Like, I'm glad you did, too. It's uh, an occupational hazard. Uh, where's my workers' comp? Yeah, you don't, you don't hear about this on, like, the big wig shows. Because they're, they're in, like, their hermetically sealed environments. Don't worry about, you know, weather or, like, pests. Leaky or, basements. Or, or like the black fucking mold. <laughs> what is this? The third spider we've killed on the show now? Uh, 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 like live? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sounds at, about right. At least two. Because I killed one. You killed one. I think there was another one in there. Like, I was down here mopping up some water earlier and I saw one that was at least two times bigger than that one. I don't like that. I don't like it either. No, that's I not fine. Killed it with yeah. the firest of fires. Yeah, no, it's time to burn the house down. Just uh, <laughs> where are we living, Jimmy? Your house? <laughs> I mean, we got room, sort of. You guys like couches? This is just a long time for for Jimmy to get new roommates. So he wants us. <laughs> it would not be the first time you did a podcast out of your house. Yeah, no, we've done. Yeah, yeah we've done that. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Before yeah. our harrowing adventure, <laughs> uh, where we almost died, but our this time it didn't. With death. <laughs> this time it didn't kill the computer when we almost died, <laughs> like the last time. You have sparks for we talked about sparks in this movie. We had so, sparks in this show, so buddy. How much bullshit has happened to us on this show? It's so. <laughs> I'm getting the flashbacks. <laughs> Ugh. CCR is playing to have the choppers are going. <laughs> that underrated band, according to Watch Mojo. <laughs> okay, okay. Watch side Mojo. Side-handed, side-handed. <laughs> okay. To be fair, world, we have been talking about the movie nonstop for a good bit. We, we, hour and a half. Good. You, you hour and a half solid. One detour. One sure. This is not going to be long. I mean, most of the rest of the movies is firefights. So go ahead. True. So we. I was. We were just like watching YouTube in the living room the other day, and I saw this one video. 
I, I had to click it. You know, it was the lovely people at Watch Mojo, which not a sponsor, not a sponsor, not a sponsor. now or, or ever probably. <laughs> no, which I, I love and hate their content because I love top ten lists. Same, same. But man, do they like when you do those like once a day for like twelve years? You, you begin to run out of ideas. Yeah, but they did top ten under underappreciated rock bands <clears throat> it was like deep purple mm. ZZ Top ZZ Top mm? God what was there was other ones that uh, was, C- CCR was one CCR. Credence Clearwater Soundgarden was an honorable mention what but yeah but those are like the most popular I mean like they're, they're the kinks were number one yeah, that's what I said. I was like, who's making this fucking list? What in what universe are... Like, do they make, like, Beatles money? No. Like the 16-year-old cousin of one of the people who works there is like, hey, name some rock bands. <laughs> and if you don't... If I'll name some. If you've never heard of them, raise <laughs> your hand. That's what it is. We, I'm going to name some rock bands. Have you heard of them? No, we'll put them on the list. We were, like, joking around. It's like, number one's going to be, like, the fucking Beatles or something. <laughs> the rain, the, or, or, honestly, I was half expecting the Beach Boys. The Rolling yeah. Who? <laughs> the Stone... What? Stones? Or, or never the, heard of them. The who? Yeah, no, that's what I said. Because like on the whole list, there's like maybe like two or three that'd be like, okay, when have you when have you heard of these guys in conversation? Like what? What was two, three or two? The violent films? Yeah. Okay, and, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. There were some that were like some like obscure indie rock groups that I've never heard of in my yeah. life. Yeah, well, the so whole I list would, should have been that. Huh? The whole list should have been that. Exactly. But the reason I clicked on the fucking video was ZZ Top. <laughs> That, that was a thumbnail. <sighs> and, but like, there were like the thing is, is this band had so many hits. Yeah, it owned, it, it like freaking it owned the eighties with those goddamn uh, videos of yeah. the freaking car and the girls. Yeah, and the spinning Who guitar is, bits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the spinning guitar. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, Who doesn't see three guys with super long beards playing guitars and immediately well, actually, play, well, two with long beards two, two guys with long, with long beards one guy whose last name was beard but he had a mustache yeah <laughs> but it's three guys playing guitars yeah two with very long beards yep. it's easy top it's, yeah. it's easy top it's just like i was like i mean i'm surprised like a band like rush wasn't on there like at this point it's mm-hmm. like come on <laughs> so come john on here so John Travolta wakes up and <laughs> John Travolta does wake up. <laughs> and his wife, his not wife is not there. And so he's like, he gets his boys, his gangsters, and they show up at the hospital. Like, what the fuck are you doing? And she's like, My job, you dumbass. And he's like, Okay. That's my B. And so they leave. Sorry, I'm just so jealous when you go to attend to somebody who's missing half a face. And so he's like, lies, deception, and starting to feel like a real marriage. Because, you know, there's that 30-year period where everyone who was married hated it and wanted to make sure everyone knew they hated it. Because apparently marriage is bad. It was the joke. I don't I don't know. It's a- or it was because they were deeply unhappy. And instead of actually interrogating their feelings... They decided to project outward and 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 and, and, and uh, because like groups. in a puritanical society, divorce was seen as a sin. So you're just sort of left to wallow and fester in your own misery. And as you just sort of grew apart and became slowly stagnant, and then well, he had side pieces on the side, but you didn't, which was still more 
uh, conscionable than having a divorce. I told you, it's like but onions. but, but that, that only applies to men. Yeah, because if it's the woman, she's automatically a slut. Actually, there's that's a pretty neat way to tell the generational divide because the the divide stops where it goes from ha ha I hate my wife isn't that funny to ha ha I want to kill myself isn't that funny because that's a lot of modern that's like the modern hack joke yeah like I mean with the popularity of uh, the later Bo Burnham <clears throat> specials mm-hmm. and, uh, I haven't seen the new one I heard I, nothing but good things. everyone yeah everyone seems to love it uh, I mean I love Bo Burnham. One of my favorites, uh, probably my favorite comedian right now, Daniel Sloss. You should check him out. He's a Scottish dude. Fucking hilarious. But the ends of his shows will fuck you up. That's fair. Uh, I've been on a, uh, like the guys from Letterkenny, two of them. There's Mark Forward, who plays the coach. Mm -hmm. And then K. Trevor Wilson, who's Squirrely Dan. And they're fucking hilarious. Yeah. And Mark Forward stuff, you feel like he's on the show you don't feel like he's playing a character when you watch his stand-up. After you watch his stand-up, you're like, no, no, they just they just started filming him, and he just started talking. That's just him, and it's really good. <laughs> God, so, I need to finish that show. It's a good yeah. time. So Travolta realizes something is wrong, but they have to go to the funeral to the FBI director who he killed. And uh, and he's like, where's, where's the daughter? And he's like, I wish I knew. Because, you know, we're going to lean into bad parenting is the cover story. He's like, yeah, whatever. And while they're doing that, Cage, excuse me, is preparing for the showdown by praying at a chapel with doves and seagulls and pigeons. There's several types of birds. All kinds of birds this go around. Yeah. The bird budget was in so many. So many birds. Uh, Because it is the word, after all. Yeah. We got pigeons, we got peacocks, we got parrots, we got squabs, we got squibs, we got big birds. You, you, you may be stretching a little, a little bit. No, there are all those birds. Bird is the word, Frank. Particularly big bird. You're like a bunch of emus. He's big and he's a bird. In the church, just <laughs> an ostrich. I particularly love the ostrich wielding machine guns. That was a nice touch. Yeah, it is. You wouldn't think he'd be a good henchman, but he really is. Like an emu akimbo. Just there. <laughs> like it, it's just like, no. That, that, actually, they tear one guy's face <laughs> off and just an emu neck. They shoot out the head. The samurai sword wielding emus were a pretty nice touch. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, th- we actually watched the director's cut because <laughs> that that sounds like. You know, like late '90s cash grabs on like the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles idea, <laughs> where it's just like emus that are samurais for some reason. Yeah, samurus. Well, there was a- samurus coming to WB this fall at eight o'clock on Wednesday. I mean, this was before your time, but there are a lot of those types of shows. Oh yeah, like SWAT cats, uh, street sharks. <laughs> Radioactive biker mice from Mars. Yep. I had all those action figures. Yeah. Uh, that led into Mummies Alive. Oh, fuck. Which that I watched every morning during second grade while enjoying my honeycomb Yeah, cereal. That, you watch it at like <laughs> 6.30 when you're getting ready for school. Mummies Alive. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I've, it, see, okay, Mummies Alive. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Let me school you on this 90s, Jim. Yes, do that. <laughs> because, like, there's this kid who goes through this ancient Egyptian museum and he wakes up these mummies, right? 
but but also it just so happens that they're very politically correct, racially diverse mummies. You have the you have the dude mummy, you have the girl mummy, you have the nerd mummy. You also had the black Wait, mummy. I know what this is now. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Never mind. And the black mummy had one arm. Oh, but he yeah. got an extra when he went into battle. I had some mode. of those toys too. Never yeah, was good stuff. Toys. Yeah. I remember this. I liked the Street Sharks toys because they had the movable mouths and they were on roller skates. What were the, what was the dinosaur version of that? Oh, I had God. those. I don't remember the dinosaur but version. It was the same exact. Oh my show. God. Can we write down like best toys that we grew up with as an episode? Oh That'd yeah, for sure. Uh, also, there was a parody comic that I have several of at the shop from 1987 and uh, 86, 87, and called Adolescent Radioactive Black Belt Hamsters, and that ran for like several years. Uh, what did you say to me, and why <laughs> do I not have this in my life? That yeah. sounded amazing. Oh, it's, no, it, it came out right after Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles got popular. Yeah, yeah, it was the parody series. I've got some. I'll dig them out and, uh, and send you pictures. It was also a black week. and white indie comic. Yeah. Brought to you by Mattel. <laughs> so the <laughs> emus and John Travolta and Nick Cage start fighting in a church, right? Yeah. There's a gunfight, and then it, it, it ends. It like, doesn't end. It, it goes to a standoff. Oh, that was awesome. Because they get they they grab the wife, and she's a hostage. And so Cage <laughs> is pointing a gun at the henchmen, and the henchmen are pointing on the cage. And then Gina Gershon shows up, pointing guns. It's just like a, a quintuple standoff with guns, and and then everybody starts shooting, and Gina Gershon dies, uh, and like she lands on top of Cage. And she's like, take care of our son. And his reaction is my favorite thing. <laughs> the whole fucking movie. Because she, like, she's laying there dying on his ass. And she's like, take care of our son. And he looks at her. And I'm going to deliver his line with the exact same emphasis and the exact word, the verbiage. Like, this is a quote. <clears throat> Pat, tell me, take care of our kid. Go. Yep. Say, take care of our kid. Take care of our kid. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, and that's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. it. That's perfect. And that's he's not perfect delivery. Her off. That is spot on. And the look on his face as well was almost just like, gross. Get off of me. Yeah. You're <laughs> well, like, well, you, you, who are you? you? You have to realize his wife was staring right at him at yeah. the time with this chick laying on like, him talking about he, our he's son. Like, granted, just, granted, I know they've had their differences in the past, but they did have that small little touching moment earlier when mm-hmm. he just like legit goes, you know, after today, Sean Archer's off your back for good or whatever. Yeah, he's going to let him run. And like, just delivers a line, like you said, and yeah. has this look yeah. like he just smelled a fucking fart. <laughs> to be fair, he was wearing a nice suit, and she was getting blood all over she, it. It wasn't that suit at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. What even matter about that? Uh, what I imagine is just, like, just off screen, his wife just has her head on her hips, like, who is she? Oh, yeah. And he's yeah. just like, I don't bitch? know this bitch. And her who the fuck, what the fuck does she mean, kid you have? Meanwhile, they have somehow found and scooped up the daughter as well. From Drag Jack Nicholson, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Which is now my head cannon. <laughs> like, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> that's our head cannon. Uh, that's, yeah, that's totally and so She shows up and she's real confused. And then the shooting starts. <laughs> And Nick Cage like shoves her down some fucking stairs. Oh, yeah. oh. And, and that bitch hits every step of oh the way God. down. She would have been like dead IRL. She like her neck would be broken in all the places. She hit every step on the way down. It was, yeah. Oh, and it was, just, 
it was a curved staircase in this movie. Like it was like a three turn staircase. Like it was almost a square. And she's just actually what we don't see the the leading scene was a spiral staircase. I want like the Zucker cut of this where it's just five minutes of her falling down stairs. Turns into a water slide. Different like different types of steps that she that each scene cut. Like it becomes like a whole slap scene. Like like she stands up at one point and like a page boy is like what. What's happening? The door flies open and knocks her back down the steps. And she like she hits like a, a plane of glass being held by two preachers. Oh, <laughs> like someone yeah. like drops a bass on her head, busts through like an aquarium, like full fucking Looney Tunes. Uh, that'd be great. So she falls down the steps like a dumbass. And uh, yeah, stupid she, dumbass. How dare she girl. get shoved? <laughs> stupid kids. <laughs> yeah, stupid, stupid fucking kids. So Cage and Travolta are still fighting because I, I don't know if you, you picked up on this. They don't like each other very much. No. Um, uh, and so they Shit, get, we forgot to say spoilers at the beginning of the podcast. Oh no! Oh, no. So they get down there. Yeah, for like and, a twenty-year-old. And man. and Cage has Travolta in like a, a fucking sleeper with a machine gun, and he's he's he says this several times in the movie, but the delivery of die is just my favorite. And so he screams it, and and then the daughter picks up the gun. Like, oh no, bad guys killing my dad. It's like, shoot him, shoot him. And he's like, don't shoot me, I'm your dad. Shoot him. Yeah, his voice box is fucked at this point. He's actually yeah. sounding like yeah. John Travolta. They both sound like yeah. Travolta. What I thought was funny is that one scene's like, don't listen to him, man. Don't shoot, don't uh, just shoot. And I'm just like, shoot with your heart, man. <laughs> <laughs> and so she fires and just clips Nick Cage. Also, Cage. same spot he got shot in Con Air and didn't fucking blink. That's true. That left arm keeps taking bullets. He got hit in this one. He's like, ah! <laughs> Well, I mean, well, he's he's actually Travolta, so he's not. Oh, yeah, yeah. Got Nick Cage, and he'd already taken a shot to the ribs that had been beat to hell after the fact. Because yes. during that fight, Travolta just keeps hitting him right in the ribs where well, he got shot. I mean, he's mentioned already that he's very tired. Yeah, he's very tired. <laughs> <laughs> and so, as soon as as soon as he gets shot, yeah. evil Travolta grabs the daughter, puts a gun to her head, licks the side of her face. Which was really uncomfortable. I did not like it. It was bad. And then she awkwardly gets the butterfly knife that was poorly made, <laughs> jabs it right in Travolta's thigh, and twists like he told her to. Chekhov's gun <laughs> and Chekhov's knife. Absolutely. And yeah. Probably hit like a major artery, and he should have bled out pretty quickly, but he doesn't. So he runs off, uh, shoots this dude with an Uzi in a boat. <laughs> he launches shot lots him. of dudes with the Uzi on the way to that boat. The, one guy the dude in the said, boat. Fuck you in particular. Like he he could have just like <laughs> that is true. shoved his ass off the boat. Nah, he just like emptied <laughs> yeah. a fucking clip. He, like, he lifted three feet in the air. Yeah, that's the thing. Like Travolta, <laughs> Travolta shooting from the high ground down into this guy, and the dude still jumps three feet and off the boat after he gets hit. <laughs> that it's is great. John Woofism right there. Fantastic. I yeah. Love uh, so he takes the boat. Cage grabs another boat, and they have a boat war straight out of. But you forget, uh, like, what Temple of like, Doom, sailing away. Um, evil Travolta, or evil Cage. I, my mind is. <laughs> he shoots at the at the at the boathouse. You know, there's like all these flammable yeah. tanks. The oh, beach yeah. blows up like yeah. a goddamn bomb. The first explosion in the movie that makes sense. <laughs> he shot things that said flammable on yeah. them. Like I get that. 
And I just love how he's like knocking, like he's like not just old lady out the way, this old mm-hmm. man. It's like he's just pushing everybody out of the way. He's like, oh no, 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 oh no, no, he's not pushing people. He's shooting people out of the no, way know, as like, he's running. Like, when it's they, like, well, no, it's, it's not even giving them no, the, the good guy. The, the good cage is shoving. No, face oh. tr- face cage is pushing people. Oh, out of it's the like way. when when fucking um, heel Travolta rolls up on that police boat and he's like forever away and just empties an Uzi through and just mows them all the fuck down. <laughs> yeah, good guys have no aim in this movie. Well, well, how the fuck did he aim that well with a like a submachine gun from a hundred yards away and he killed like eight cops? We fight all of them. Is the like, stupidest. He then launches their fucking boat. <laughs> Through the cop boat. Yeah. He launches Good Cage's boat through the cop boat in the air on fire with a gas leak. Yeah. And this, and the, just the cop boat goes kaboom. And they pass under two different piers where they almost hit like their heads on shit, but they manage to fall just in time. And they're still doing their last crusade Indiana Jones boat wars back and forth like, and back and Travolta's forth. Travolta's got a fucking anchor swinging it. And then like... <laughs> Travolta like falls off and has a chain he's holding on to, mm-hmm. getting dragged by the boat. Yeah, because like, there's, there's little skiing. Because I was mentioning that earlier was like they're, they're, it's a very clear stunt double. Yeah. It's like clinging <laughs> for dear life on the side of this boat with like this rickety ass chain. Yeah. He clearly <laughs> he clearly got several concussions. <laughs> like he's tumbling in <laughs> over in and manages to stand up with his bare feet on the water. And it's mm-hmm. like impressive, but also scary as fuck. Yeah. Even though those should have been like it was his he was his bare feet, but in the movie. Those would have been shoes. Yeah. <clears throat> and so, like, they fight on the boat because one boat goes boom. A big explosion again. Yeah, just, it, it veers off and just explodes off the side. Every vehicle yeah. explodes so, eventually. Yeah. So their final boat, they hit a ramp or something, get launched through the fucking air, and the boat is behind them in the air, lands in the water, engine side down, and still somehow goes kablooey. <laughs> just explosions. And so they just, they keep fucking fighting. And and Cage gets a harpoon gun. Uh, good Cage gets a harpoon gun and tries to fire it, but Travolta's holding it, somehow preventing it from firing. He's like, hey, "You're every time you look at the face, mirror, you're gonna see my face." And he starts cutting the Travolta face, but on the edges, roughly where they were gonna cut for the surgery anyway. Yeah. So nothing happens. It's just it makes him look stupid. And and then the harpoon like he goes, ah, and he starts singing the song was like dying again and he dies easy, easy. <laughs> and then the, the, the fbi now. show up and they're like archer are you okay and he's like what did you call me that's me they said my name. that's my name and so they load him in the ambulance next to the dead body of travolta cage and he takes the wedding ring off his finger and then they're like, okay, flash forward. And the daughter and the wife are at home. And you see Travolta. It's clearly Travolta through the shadows. Like, there's no mistaking them at all. But they're like, trying to play it back and everything. Who is yeah. this visitor on a Sunday <laughs> afternoon? <laughs> he walks in. He's like, yeah, it's me. And then he touches their faces. Because oh, why not? Like, like a dipshit. Oh, and then he's like, hey, uh, I got to ask you guys a question. <laughs> Would you mind if we adopted this five-year-old? <laughs> Who uh, might just be the son of my greatest mortal enemy who put us all through severely traumatic things recently. Yeah, because that kid got all the drama. So, like, he's going to have two. He has a new son and an old daughter who are just completely fucking emotionally shattered for the last 24 hours. Olivia Newton-John got him through it. Yeah. And so, like, like, (laughs) 
And of course, they're like, well, okay. And then they touch the kid's face all weird, too. And he's like, he's accepted. But like the therapy bills for this family. Because like Travolta was already fucked up because his kid was dead and he was just being a workaholic. And then the wife, she was fucked up because the kid was dead. And then also she spent a week living with not Travolta doing and and she phrased like we, we live together as man and wife what she was saying is yeah no we fucked <laughs> but she like this here's the part I, I really don't like is she like said it in a way that was like apologizing like I'm sorry this man with your face had sex with me and deflowered me uh, from your wonderful penis like it, it felt uh, like I she was I didn't get that she was apologizing it was more like she was accusing him of that was his fault no it to me it sounded like she was saying hey sorry I let some other dude fuck me it, I didn't like the tone of it. Like, but that's going to be a, a problem for her. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Obviously, rape by fraud, like, that's a whole thing to unpack. And yeah. It's like, it's this man you thought was your. It's terrible. But her reaction partner. was, you know, we've had sex, right? And I, just, oh. I didn't like that. I, oh, I kind of saw that as her just like coming to terms with the fact it's setting in, like, oh my God, that's Castor. And it's like all coming at her at once, almost. I didn't really. I guess I just I didn't uh, get that sense. I just I, I thought that could have like been. We all took a lot of different things. For that. I feel like it's like a fucking onion. There's layers. To it. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story here. That one I feel like could have been more overt. This is a storybook that is uh, on fire. And then the daughter's gonna have trauma though because you know she got sexually assaulted by Danny Masterson. So you got essentially assaulted by a man he thought was her father. After shooting the man who was her father, but looked like the dude who killed her little brother. It's, it's like the therapy bills on this family. And the little boy who just was plucked from his family. He doesn't know, he doesn't know what happened to him. He just yeah. like, ooh, these strangers. Yeah, he'll probably be fine. Yeah, because you know, you, you don't remember trauma after a certain age. God, the, the, I, I want to see the, the Charlie Day cork board <laughs> for this movie because it's fucking bananas. Yeah. Also, um, me being a little uh, nitpicky asshole again, um, the part at the end fight, like like literally right before like the harpooning happened, uh, you know, the voice box was fucked up on a face cage. Yeah. And so he's sound, supposed to sound like John Travolta when John Travolta was beating the shit out of him. <clears throat> obvious cage screams. <clears throat> so yeah. Gotta get the audio of Travolta scream. I did like uh-huh. how they used the Wilhelm scream during the prison break scene. Yeah, when he fun. shot the foot? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> also, there's a bit I forgot in the prison skate where uh, Face Cage throws a bottle of sulfuric acid in yeah. the air, pops it with a butt, and then both guards just like erupt into flames. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So like they're melting like the Wicked Witch. Basically, what we're saying is this movie's batshit insane. If you haven't seen it, you need to go watch that shit because it's a good time. And yeah. if, if by some chance you hadn't seen it and just listened to this like cockamamie recollection of it. <laughs> Even though we watched <laughs> it literally two hours ago. <laughs> uh, but you know what, guys? I want to say real quick. We've done really well. Yeah. Because we're now, we're now at uh, hour 50 total. Oh, wow. Like, just for raw recording. So, Jeez. we did two hours, <coughs> with the exception of, like, the first 10 minutes and the side of the music thing, which was, like, seven. We've done, like, an hour 40 on the movie. 
No Hell yeah. That's good for us. I think that's our best ratio. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Frank. <laughs> I told you, you got to stay on the fucking movie. Like, Frank, like, with just like this firm, <laughs> fatherly hand. Just like, really I'm, just over, he's been in the corner the yeah, whole time. I'm just glaring. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm sitting here with my arms crossed across my chest, glaring at them menacingly <laughs> if they start veering off we're, course. We're going to get a big cardboard cutout of just angry Frank in his postman <laughs> uniform. Like, stay on topic. That could probably make that happen. <laughs> Considering where I work, that yeah. is a possibility. <laughs> I'm uh, expecting that caricature from Pat anytime now. <laughs> yeah, you have to draw that, Pat. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so yeah. that's... I, I love this movie. Yeah, it's a it's, good time. Every Everything explodes. Yeah, it everything. really does. Everything goes boom. Even things it, that should many things that shouldn't explode explode. See, I, 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 heads turn into just fucking feathers at one point. <laughs> See, I was gonna say this movie would have gotten five stars if when he uh, evil Cage got shot with the harpoon gun, he would have exploded with the face <laughs> flew off like perfectly and just landed back on the That would have been that would have been great. <laughs> you know, I I can't help but wonder though what this movie would have been like if someone other than Travolta had played that role. Well, uh, apparently, from what I've read, this movie was sitting on a shelf for like seven years before mm-hmm. it hit theaters, before it was actually made. Oh, yeah. And it was originally, uh, they wanted uh, Schwarzenegger and Stallone. Yeah, for that, that would have been a hell of a movie. There, there were a few other combos we could have had, other than Sylvester and Stallone and Arnold Schwarzenegger. We could have had um, Harrison Ford and uh, Michael Douglas. That would have been awful. Huh. Uh, Bruce Willis and Alec Baldwin. Oh what? Oh, <laughs> no, I don't. Like I don't. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. Uh, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. Uh, yeah, that, sure. That, 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 honestly, yeah. that's too obvious. That needs some rewrites. They could do that but, now on Netflix. Just get the Irishman technology. Yeah. <laughs> no surgery required. Just, I mean, <laughs> but like, I, I mean, like how young how Robert are De Niro, really? but he's moving like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> and lastly, we also could have had John Claude Van Damme and Steven Seagal. Oh, oh, oh. God. oh. That, that's like F tier. There's oh, no, there's no future technology that would ever make me believe that they could shave off the 400 pounds from Seagal to make him look like Van Damme. <laughs> that shit's not happening this century. Okay, you need space alien tech. The same, <laughs> the same fucking aliens that touch your face, like how oh, human face touch. They're the ones okay. who can remove the chunk from Seagal. Okay, and I say that as a fat guy, but fuck Steven Seagal. There's no way that I would ever believe that would happen. Okay, okay. Once. Speaking of the the fat uh, changing from Cage and Stallone, I like how they had Travolta. they made. Uh, I mean, Stallone from Travolta. I like how they made Travolta make fun of his own body and face. <laughs> yeah, his stupid chin and yeah. his fat body. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, I, heard, I read like two different accounts there. It was weird. I, I, I read one where Travolta was like, hey, it's a jab at me, but I also read that like that was, he put that in. So, yeah. weird. I don't know. Um, my guess is it was a jab at him and then he tried to spin it. Like, no, I put that in because I'm very self-aware. He does have a ridiculous chin. I it's feel a, like, it's like a, a horrible baby chin. turd is going to Yeah, it's not good. I mean, it's a butt chin. <laughs> I mean, it's like a Tonka truck ass on his <laughs> face. It's like we, we could Photoshop that chin and put it on the ass of a Pixar mom. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I think we got to end on that. Oh, <laughs> fuck. God damn. <laughs>
So, so oh. like like our next t-shirt is just a mom from Onward, but it has John Travolta's chin over her nope. butt. No, it's not. No, <laughs> that's not going to be a thing. No, I don't. I don't want anything like that to exist. No, <laughs> we will sell negative numbers of the, like people will return their other shirts. <laughs> like, well, I, I don't like this. I'm not. <laughs> John will buy a pity one. Oh <laughs> uh, well, I think that'll do it for tonight. Because uh, we've been going for over two hours, yeah. and it is twelve thirty. Hooray on us. a Monday night! Yeah, so oh god, I return to work tomorrow after not being there for nine whole days. Oh, you're gonna have a shit day, yeah, sir. I'm not looking forward to it, <laughs> but it's been a good break. I will say that. Uh, we want to thank everyone for listening so far. We hope you've enjoyed us actually talking about the movie. And uh, yes, thank you, Postman Frank. <laughs> this is all Frank. Keeping us on track. We hope to make this a regular style, and then for like our uncaged episodes, that's where it just devolves into random bullshit. Yeah, uh, yeah. this episode the soft reboot. <laughs> yeah, like again, in our defense, though, there were several episodes in a row where we did other stuff. You know, and I said this last time. Uh, so we're still we're re- relearning how to do the thing that we started off doing really well. You know, it's funny. It's almost as if uh, I've been saying this from the start. I don't remember that. It, I feel like that's already been said on here. Before. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, uh, yeah. You can't gaslight me because I was there for the whole time. And we have, not, have recordings of it, so it's almost as if someone who's <laughs> had to learn on the fly how to host a show in a pandemic. Uh, what it's like to kind of figure out what the show's like. Also, you shot me in the neck with a gun. I did shoot you in the neck with a with a dark gun. This happened off the show, but it yeah. still happened. So okay, what happened was we have these two Nerf guns oh, at the okay. shop, right? And I, we were just we were just fucking around, and he did like the pointing the finger guns at me, like we always do in the show, and yeah, like like that. There you go. Yeah, we're all pointing guns. Um, and and we have like a little Nerf gun, right? And there's two of them, and I pull them out. I'm like, ha now I win. And one of them I knew wasn't cocked because I didn't use it last. And the other one was one that Liz had used previously. And it, unfortunately, uh, <laughs> had been cocked. So, oh. so I'm just holding it normally, right? And uh, I, don't, I don't think that there's anything to worry about holding it tightly with the, the trigger. Uh, and it fires. And hits Pat right in the neck. Oh, you got shot with a screaming Mimi? <laughs> he got shot, and it left a red welt. And I apologized profusely <laughs> and gave him one of his comics for free. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that happened. Those are some pretty rad Nerf guns. Though. They are pretty sweet, Nerf aren't they? technology has definitely advanced since I had them when I was a kid. It really is Nerf or nothing. Ooh. Not a sponsor. But you could be. I mean, once they, once they started bringing swords and shit into it, I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and it could be worse. You know, when I was a kid, me and my cousins, who were bloodthirsty animals, uh, we would replace the suction cups on the end of these darts with push pins, and we called them scorpion rounds. <laughs> fuck that. I, yeah. I, I, I've oh. heard tell of that, but also you, fuck that. Yeah, we were, we were fucked up. You guys were all pussies. We played with uh, Daisy BB guns, so we were actually shooting like I basically live rounds. Yeah, each Frank other. was like, y'all are pussies. We played with, we just threw rocks at each other. I'll we have you breaks. I find lead in our head. I mean, I've been shot with a BB gun. It's not fun. No, it's, yeah, same. No, no, it's not. I, I have a I, couple of, 
I have a couple of friends that still have BBs in them. Oh, I can imagine. Like, like I'd like, rather be shot with a paintball. Daisy guns are for bitches. Red Riders, where it's at. <laughs> like, like a Frank. Red Rider. They, they were doing. <laughs> Daisy the, make Red Rider? I don't know. Like Red Rider is the best brand. Like Frank was doing like the proto version of John Woo movies with fucking BBs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like just tumbling over the air with their like box car ranger. Just like, <laughs> well, I mean, back in the twenties, single, single car BB, uh, 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 Daisy BB gun. Mm-hmm. I can freaking uh, rifleman down yeah, the street. Well, and clear the uh, I mean, clear range. To be fair, back in the 1910s when he was a kid, there was there was not a lot to do. Was that before, no. or after you slid down the back of a brontosaurus? Yeah, I'm just saying. Like, I, I had one of those guns. Like, I didn't like play with long darts or anything. Yeah, no, I didn't play with long darts. Also, I still have my Red Rider, actually. I do too. Yeah, yeah, it's a good time. Also, uh, can we talk about when uh, the clapper was invented again? <laughs> hey, still fucking, still fucking mad. You were there. <laughs> I was there. I do remember. In it was 19, still, 1984. Still fucking mad. The only one was when we got to see the clapper debut. someone who liked to clap their hands. I, I remember seeing that. Like, electricity. That's a good idea. Yeah. That shit never works. Yeah, the clapper that came out the same time as the iPad. Nineteen eighty four when gonorrhea was invented. Fucking Oh, we gotta cut it. We gotta yeah, cut it. Right, we're, oh. we're done. We're done. Oh god. All right. Um plugs. That's the thing we do at this point. Jonathan, tell the people without fucking up your Twitter handle where they can find you as <laughs> as I stare angrily in your general direction. My name is JD in the smoldering asses. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at J-O-N-I-I-B-O-I-24 and John Owens at 12 on Letterboxd. Fuck y'all. Mm, we're going to get him oh, one day. Well, That's good. There, That's Ron. good. Cannon. I uh, use the smoldering asses to throw y'all off. I mean, it worked. Um, I, I'm that cannon guy. You can find me at that cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. Oh, uh, you can follow me, uh, Patrick, at, at John Lost His Name on Instagram, Twitter, Letterboxd, and also uh, do us a favor check out the AYC8 side of things on our feed. Uh, if you listen to this, the week it comes out on Monday, we release episode 217, which is where Colt and Wenzel. They break down all the happenings from E3 2021, going over all the conferences, all the games, giving their opinions on what was their favorite and how was E3's big return after a year away. It is a much more professionally done podcast. It's true, but we're catching up. You're we're gonna, there. we're gonna, we're gonna be there. <laughs> and we have merch though. Yeah. <laughs> Which you can find at tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun greatness. Uh, Frank. Do you want people to find you? Uh, I have an Instagram at swarly1145, but once again, I almost never post anything, so it's probably a boring follow. Yeah. Uh, knock yourself out. Yeah. yeah just in case you want to inflate your numbers. They can just, yeah. numbers. They just listen to them on here. I'll check out pictures of Farkle. Yeah, no, I love Farkle. Yes. Also, if, if we bully Frank, we can get him to start a letterbox. You can follow him there. Yeah, yeah no, we should do that. Yeah, we're going to get him to do that. Letterbox is fun. I guess I, could, I guess I could do that. Yeah, you should do that. And uh, I am, of course, Captain Jimmy, uh, or Justin, if you prefer, if you're nasty. And you can find me at Captain Jimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Jimmy's Almost Music. It was a Janet Jackson reference. That's <laughs> so confusing. <laughs> I, I understood that right <laughs> How? I don't think so. Fucking, I think you're lying. Fucking the Clapper 2001. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck <laughs> <laughs>
John first learned about J- Janet Jackson when her titty popped up on the TV. <laughs> Two years after the clapper was in there. <laughs> Honestly, for the first part, you're probably not wrong. Um, <laughs> why why oh are we God. seeing this woman's boob? And why was her career unfairly ruined after that? I, I know, right? It was like, fuck, because it was all Justin Timberlake's fault. Because he's an asshole. <laughs> Just Y'all like, remember when he fucking made that Man in the Woods album and it sucked fucking dick? Not familiar, no. No, no. I ain't got nothing. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> I, you I haven't just, heard of it because it sucked ass. I do. The country album. Oh, that's terrible. I've got the 2020 experience. I enjoy that album. So anyway, I love that song. I, unabashedly. I was telling somebody at the shop today, I do not have guilty pleasures because I don't feel bad about any of the shit I like. I like the shit I like. And if somebody has a problem with it, fuck them. It's not my problem. I, I definitely agree. I'm definitely removing the mindset of quote guilty pleasure though. Cause like if you enjoy it and it brings you genuine uh, pleasure, then why feel bad about it? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean I, as long I as it's not hurting other people like musical movie taste yeah. yeah I have some seriously questionable taste in movies and, and music at times but I like it I mean I like what I like no one can take that from me Frank no yeah. not a one so you can find me at Captain Jimmy's Kind of Art or Captain Jimmy's Almost Music or at the comic strip uh, where I am six days a week uh, I'm always there uh, I will sell you some comics if you want uh, but if you just want to come and hang out and just walk around and loiter, don't. Don't do that shit. Because <laughs> it's a place of business. <laughs> Buy some shit or get out. Buy shit or get out. Buy something or leave. <laughs> You're going to get a nerf dart in your neck. <laughs> and if Farkle is there, don't be scared when you yeah, go No, I really do. I'm concerned when Farkle <laughs> is there because I'm just waiting on somebody to open the door, get barked at, and then I'm getting fucking sued. <laughs> it's legitimately concerning. That's why I'm always on edge when Farkle's there. Yeah. I really don't like it. Dude, it's not fun. And just bring in your dog. No, don't do that. Don't do that shit. He's freaking, no. in, he's freaking insane with the doorbell noise. Yeah, and I'm going to get sued one day, and I'm going to pass that on to you. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, please don't bring your dogs in. That is not fun. Unless your dog's like, cool. Yeah, like if your dog's chill, maybe. He is not chill. But, uh. Farkle's cool, though. Farkle's allowed to come in the shop. Farkle's very cool, but I, I don't, I don't, with the, like, winter's better because the doors are staying open. But I'm telling like, every time he barks, somebody's, like, terrified, and I hate it. <laughs> it gives me anxiety. Yeah. Uh, anyway, you can find me at the shop. <laughs> you did like when he hit butted that kid, though. I mean, I don't say that. Don't put that out there. <laughs> Good thing we don't, don't shit around here. I felt bad for the kid. Don't get in. Don't get in the dog's face. Don't get in the dog's face. Yeah, smash it. Wait, the we're not the smash the kid's face. Did we tell the world what Otto thought of the movie? Otto loved the movie. Really? So, so yeah. Um, Thank you for listening to this episode that was like 85% about the movie. Yep. And hopefully we can keep generally that area of percentage. Look, I can't come every week. (laughs) 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 I don't... uh, Cut to the next... Shoot, no way. Cut to the outro. Yeah. Cut to the outro where it's just Frank like going about his business and he, he gets bonked over the head with <laughs> and he's just here all the time. So Frank, we're talking about the sequel to 
Why, what what happened? Why am I here? <laughs> Why does my head hurt? hurt? I forgot there is a violin down here too. So. Oh, is there? Yeah. yeah. Nice. I've got it one at home. I wonder what sound that yeah. makes when it gets hit, hit over cannon's head. Uh, that's all I went and find out. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. We're actually done now. Thank you all so much, <laughs> all two of you, for still listening. One of whom, of course, will be Frank. Frank, thank you for listening to this episode. <laughs> yeah. As it was happening. <laughs> your yeah. shout. No, he'll listen to it when it comes out, too, as your shout-out, Frank. Yeah. And uh, we, I'm a sucker for a shout out, really. Am. Yeah, no, I know. I know. In person shout out. And uh, on the schedule, just as a quick preview for next week. Oh, next week. Next week right, on right. the schedule, we have National Treasure. Oh, oh, that's a big one. Yeah. And then the week after that will be a birthday special for our boy Pat. Yay! Yay. So we hope to uh, uh, have you guys join us there, and we'll see you later on. Catch you on the flip and flop. Good night, everybody. I shitted. Oh, man. Quit pooping yourself. Good night, Babs. (laughs) Good night, Babs. (laughs)